120 East Egg Breakdowns. Of, of <laughs> Quantumania? Yeah. Okay. Should I watch it? Should I, I mean, watch, should I watch it dead in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> you should you go, go through each of them one by one and then we'll start the episode. Okay. <laughs> I'm, no, don't do that, please. No? No, the microphones are already on. Don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need to listen up for 20 minutes. I don't <laughs> watch this thing. Is it really 20 minutes? Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Of 121 Easter I guess there would be a lot of Easter eggs. It's, it's in a whole. 43 thing. minutes, Jeez, my friend. So. That's that's like a third of the runtime of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. How long is it? Is it a long? Does it feel long? Uh you know, it, it feels like it should be ninety minutes. Yeah. But I think it's two hours on the dot. Okay. Um. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Movie Mandem, the show with the Mandem that like to talk about the movies. That's right. I'm one of your hosts, Damien. With me, as always, is my co-host. Hey, it's me, Bam. Hello, Bam. How you been? Ah, uh, very good, sir. I, I don't drinking know. a lemonade. Yeah, <laughs> no, you went to the sip of lemonade in the middle of the intro. I felt yeah, like yeah, yeah. You were, you no, no. People know that I eat food and drink on on mic. Have so. you ever eaten food on mic? I don't. We think have I had several beverages on mic. Oh, yeah, there was that one time we had the charcuterie. We had board. some charcuterie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that was true. that was a that was a fun time. Yeah, yeah we need to have a Jermaine back as a caterer. Yeah. When when you have our our big um RRR episode teaser, mm-hmm. we'll, I'll we'll I'll you know what. I will order push bros for everybody. Boom. Let's I'll do order it. Push bros for Let's everybody. do it. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I like that a lot. All right. We're going to be talking about RRR in a few weeks, but right now what we're talking about is a little <laughs> film franchise. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 tiniest. It's, it's, a little, it's the tiniest it's film tiniest franchise there is. We're talking about the Ant-Man series um, with respect to the new film that just came out, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. You like saying that title. It's a good title. It's a fun title. Um, I didn't realize until a few weeks ago when someone mentioned this on Twitter that Quantum Mania contains the word Ant-Man. Has the word Ant-Man in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why wasn't that played up in, in the graphic? Or is it something that like, it, it, it's it, an Easter egg? It, no. Um, so, when, so when the film finishes, when, when the credits start, mm-hmm. and that first round of credits happens, okay. and the title appears, yep. you see Ant-Man... Mm. And then you see the words quantum in your ah, okay, okay, into okay. Ant-Man. Okay. That's, that's, that's fine. That's not yeah. a spoiler. You can yeah. say that. All right. We're going to talk about the Ant-Man franchise. Yeah. Um, one, two, and three. One, two, and three. He made it to a trilogy. Not every superhero not does. Every, yeah. He, not every superhero does. Not every MCU director does. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Reed did. Peyton Reed. Yeah. It's him. John Watts. John, John Watts. James Gunn. James Gunn. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully Ryan Coogler, if yeah. he comes back. Please right. come back. Right. I don't want anybody else to touch the Black Panther franchise. Yeah. I don't think Joss Whedon's going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's out. <laughs> you think after they made two other Avengers films? That no. You think after, after, after they stole his whole recipe book and made all the movies based on his work, I don't think they're going to do it, <sighs> to yeah. be honest. So I'm guessing Quantumania ends with like a big battle with some faceless people. Wow, how'd you guess that? Uh, and there's Has some, there been a there's previous some films. <laughs> Has there been a previous film where these, these sorts of things happen? Uh, and is there like a moment where it seems like all is lost? Damien, I want you to guess this in time with him right now. <laughs> Damien has not seen Quantumania. No, I've we're seen not. Quantumania. All right, we'll get I want 
I want you to, okay, when we get to it, we'll I want you to mania. hardcore guess the plot. Well, you sound like you got a chip on your shoulder about this. Let's go back to simpler times. Sure. We'll talk about the first Ant-Man film. Simpler times, yeah. yes. Um, 2015. Yeah, 2015, simpler times. This was um, Edgar Wright's Ant-Man, let's talk about it. <laughs> Edgar Wright's Ant-Man. It, well, yes, the script was co-written by Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish, I mm-hmm. believe, Joe who, Cornish, yeah. who was heavily involved with um, Doctor yeah. Who at the time. Yeah, he wrote a film called Attack the Block. Yes, great, great movie. You guys should go check out Attack the Block. John Boyega. Um, John Boyega and... Uh, uh, Jodie Comer from... No, no, Jodie... What's her name? The new Doctor Who. Oh, Jody, I don't remember her name. I don't remember. Whitaker comes to mind, but... Jodie Whitaker. Yeah. Is, that, is that her actual name? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, and, and then... I hope. <laughs> Edgar Wright was uh, unable to make the film due to creative differences. By unable... So, okay. So, let's break down the history of Ant-Man, right? Cool. So, um, 2008 comes out. Uh, Iron Man is in development, right? Yeah. And Marvel is trying to do all their things. Uh, when Iron Man is about to come out, Kevin Feige and co. are, like, scrambling, trying to, like, arrange directors, right? Yeah. So, you know, they get Kenneth Branagh to the Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, they get... Uh, Makes sense. G- Kenneth Branagh, Shakespeare guy. Shakespearean guy. Yep. Um, they get... Forgot his name now to do the first um, Captain America, but he did Joe Johnston. Joe Johnston. He did but a Rocketeer. He did a Rocketeer. He, he uh, also worked on, with um, Steven Spielberg on Raiders of the Lost Ark. He worked on Star Wars. Yep. He, uh, Big he, pulp franchise. Yeah. Guy. Oh, he did uh, uh, Honey I Trained the Kids. Did he? I think so. Yeah. Joe Johnston did. Joe Johnston. Yeah. And he didn't do Ant Man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very surprising. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he he did that, and so you know he makes like pulpy little action adventures, and they right. wanted to make a pulpy World War Two movie, so yep. they got him to do Captain America. Yep. And it's uh you know B plus, it's fine. Um, B minus. He did what he was supposed to do. Did what he was supposed yep. to do. Anyway, during all that, now they also track down Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. He comes to them and he's like, "I want to do an Ant Man movie. Yeah, I got an idea for an Ant Man movie. I want it to be a heist movie." The only person in the world who was saying, "I have an idea for an Ant Man movie." Right. Yeah. He, yeah. Nobody else was supposed to pitch into it. Right, right. 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 So he's like, "I want to do it." So Kevin Feige and Cora like, "Great. Sounds wonderful." He's just like, "I'll work on a script. Um, I'm busy doing my Cornetto trilogy." When right was now. was Hot Fuzz 2007? Shaun of the Dead was 2004. Now. And Hot Fuzz of 2007. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, he would have been doing that. And then he was doing um, Scott Pilgrim right. at the time, right? Yeah. So, Scott Pilgrim came out in like 2009? 2010. 2010? Yeah. Right. So, he's basically just like, I will do Scott Pilgrim and then I'll do your Ant-Man movie. Yep. So, as he's wrapping up Scott Pilgrim, he's like, boy, I got a really great idea called The World's End. Mm. So, then... <laughs> He's just like, uh, so, so, so that he's just on a docket and they're just going to slot in a time right, right, where he right. can be scheduled to do it, right? Whereas then so, it was 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so he wants to now do, so, so it, it's, it's very back and forth. So he wants to know, he was supposed to do it right out of Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. jump into it because they want to get Ant-Man out before 2012 mm. so he can be in Avengers, oh, right? Okay, okay. So they want Ant-Man and the Wasp in the Avengers. Because Ant-Man was one of the original Found Avengers. In, in the comics. Yeah, Avengers, in the comics, right? Yeah. Mm. So they want him to do that. Kind of last minute, he's just like, I really <laughs> want to go do this thing, right? Yeah. And they're like also not fully agreed on like hardcore plot elements. Right, they know right. He has a script. He wants to like refine it some more. But he has this world's end thing on his brain and they're like, sure thing, Edgar. He goes off and they were okay. So now it's like, okay, well, you're going to have to do it after the first Avengers movie. Right. So Ant-Man is going to have to be introduced in a world without the Avengers. In a, in a world after the Avengers. Right. So he's like, sure, whatever. So see, he still has his basic, this is just a simple heist script. Yep. And then Kevin Feige and co. come in. They're like, hey, um, 
a bag of shit happened <laughs> while you're in the world, while you're on the... So yeah. here are some hardcore producer notes yeah. we have for you right now. Yeah. And Edgar Wright is like a very small, good, small scale, but like extremely intricate and personal yeah. filmmaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's just like, I don't like all this world building nonsense mm-hmm. you're, you're pushing for me to do. And so, but he still is like, okay... So, but he, and he pushes it. So, like, he's still right up to the bat up until, like, early 2014. Yeah. And then, I guess, a fresh new batch of producer notes came in, and mm-hmm. he just, like, fuck this shit. Yeah. And so, he just quits. <laughs> right? He's just like, I'm yeah, out. But I'm out. Mm. they've already, like... They have a script. Ca- they have a script. They yeah. have a cast. Mm-hmm. They've, like, 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 they have their sets, I assume. They yeah. have their ideas. They have their set pieces locked in. Art direction has Art been, direction, you know, yeah, you yeah. got everything going. So, yeah. everything is, like, fairly in place. And then he's just like, lol, no, I can't, I cannot do this, this bullshit you want me to do. So he bounces. Yeah. So then there is a mad scramble all of a sudden to find some director. Mm -hmm. So they need a yes man to like come in (laughs) and do all their script notes. So they hire the director of Jim Carrey's (laughs) yes man. Do you like my joke there? I was, I mean, I like it. I don't know if I appreciate like you disparaging Peyton Reed like that. No, no, they needed somebody to bring it on. Okay. Did so, he also do bring it on? Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 All they right. Like, like them. Anything like else you got? Uh, I don't know because I'm <laughs> just <laughs> scroll through his IMDb, yeah, see yeah, what yeah, puns I, you can get yeah, real I, quick. I got, I got one more joke. Hold on. Let's let's let's. Nah, you got much. Okay. All right. Uh, yes, man. New girl. And no. No. Okay. Not that's very, fine. Not a very exciting filmography. He doesn't have that much, but to his name. But that was the thing when he was announced as a director. It was like, all right, cool. Peyton Reed. He's done comedies. It's gonna be a Paul Rudd-led movie. Let's, yeah. let's see what he, what's gonna what can happen. I really <laughs> wanted because they were looking at either Peyton Reed or Adam McKay. Oh yeah, Adam be, McKay has done like Step Brothers yeah. and like The Big Short. So this he, was before. I, I mean, this was came out the same year as Big Short. Yeah. So this was when Adam McKay was like the the, the Will Ferrell, you know, partner. Moving into Oscar, Oscar-y. Right, type, right, right. So, so this is a good transition for him. Yeah. And like, I see it working because Ant-Man is like a little absurdist goofy. Mm-hmm. But also Adam McKay loves examining like taking on big corporations. Right. So Which is what the, the movie is kind of about. Right. So yeah. he like on paper would be great for a... A thie- uh, 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 an ex-owner of a company hires a thief to take down, to take the, down the new evil yeah, yeah. That makes sense on yeah. paper. I would have loved Adam McKay and Adam yeah. McKay. Yeah. In another world, man. Yeah. In another world. Um, but he's like, no, I got to go make more Oscar-y yeah. <laughs> weird things, I yeah. guess. Um, but then he made Succession, so good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so he doesn't do that. Peyton Reed gets a job. And all in all, like... I was very much fretting on that, man. Oh, yeah, no, because, it, it, I mean, the whole time, I kept thinking, uh, well... Me, me, yeah, me reading my comic book news websites were like, <laughs> oh, man, this, this movie's in trouble, guys. I'm going to make it. This, it's going to be MCU's first flop. Yeah. So. yeah and, and, and you start thinking, okay, well, I'm just going to watch this, and I'm going to think this is okay, but what would it have been if Edgar Wright could have just yeah. done what he wanted to the do? Whole time, yeah, like, the whole time. Yeah, the whole time, that's what would be in the back of your mind. You're like, oh, Edgar Wright is yeah. the superior filmmaker of everybody um, here. And so. it was also, this was... Well into the MCU at this point. This was post Age of Ultron. So yeah, this we, is the first movie after Age of Ultron. Yeah. Right. Um, which is so okay. So I, I'm going to talk about the Ant Man series here for a bit. But I always thought of the Ant Man movies as like that breath of fresh air. Right. Because uh, because yeah. you got Age of Ultron, which is kind of this really dramatic. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Kind of. I mean, there's jokes in the movie, but there's there's this I, there's these ideas of. 
of um uh, um the you know the Avengers being big event. Yeah, it's a yeah. big event, and and, mm-hmm. and it you know Ultron's whole thing is that the Avengers are all just murderers, and the whole world needs to be annihilated, yes. and and um you know people are dying all over the place, and yeah. it's it is that is the moment that causes the reckoning in civil war. Yes, and then in between that you've got the Ant Man movie, <laughs> yeah, which is this little film about um mm. I mean when I say that because it is kind of isolated from, from the yeah. rest of the MCU. Yeah, there's little things in it thing, yeah. that are are kind of like connective to it. Yeah. Where they in, talk- the, in the other movies post Avengers, like there was that question of okay, if Thor is in trouble, why yeah. doesn't he call Iron Man? Right. If Captain America is in trouble, why doesn't he call you know? Hulk, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but no then in Ant Man, we're like, why doesn't Ant Man call them? They do not have his number. Right. <laughs> they would not pick he, up. He, he is a nobody. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the beauty of Ant Man. Yeah, and because in like Iron Man three, there's a whole plot where the 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 president has been threatened. You're telling me Captain America is not on call for yes, that? Yes, it makes that zero was the sense. weirdest thing. Yeah, you know, um, I don't care if he's doing some shield crap. Yeah. You you bring bro, the guy with bro, the shield forward right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you're gonna uh, leave that to the to the alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> the alcoholic arms dealer. You're gonna leave him to protect the president, not yeah. the guy with the actual American flag on his chest. No. Okay. No, cool. No, no, no. Cool. Captain America has never once saved the president. Isn't that crazy? That doesn't make any sense. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, but like again, so this is uh, this is all this weird alternate timeline shit. If you want to get into it, and they could explore it because like if they had gotten their way, mm-hmm. the the Avengers lineup would be Captain America, Iron Man, mm-hmm. Thor, Hulk. Ant Man, Wasp. Yeah. So Hawkeye would not be there. They they would cut Hawkeye and Black Widow to mm-hmm. the script. Remember, Black Widow is just some spy in the background. They didn't yeah, really yeah. know what to do with her, right? Like she's a nothing character. I don't know Iron if she would have been an Avenger. She would have been like yeah. a prominent member of Shield. Shield. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they would have cut and like and like the 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 relationships would have been mm-hmm. between those five core characters. Yeah. I guess maybe you would have brought Black Widow in back for Captain America too. But without the relationship established in the yeah, previous yeah, Avengers movie, yeah, right? yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess that would have been the plan. Yeah, but so so this is what's going on now. So now, anyway, uh, back to Ant Man in mm-hmm. Peyton Reed comes in and he's just like, "This script is cool. Um, can I change like the jokes mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and stuff? Like yeah. like the set pieces are all in place. Like that that in Ant Man one, that little." The train station in um yeah. in her room. Yeah. That was that like day one. Edgar Wright is like, I want that. Yeah, like that was there from day one. That's so like the first thing written. There, 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 so all right, let let's start. I want to start at the beginning with with that movie because it it probably has some of the cleanest de aging I've ever seen. Absolutely, and it doesn't make sense. De aging is when you take the actor um and you well you de age them. You show them when they were younger. You take a prominent actor who you know. <clears throat> Yeah, and then you de-age them back to like if the story takes place in the eighties, seventies, sixties, you yeah. de-age them to look as and if they. You're gonna see it in Indiana Jones uh, and the Dial of Destiny. They're gonna yeah. show some some flashbacks of Indiana Jones when he was young and spry, yeah. and they show a young Michael Douglas, and it it looks perfect. Yeah. Um, and they have they and this was like right before Rogue One mm-hmm. when they had the Peter Cushing in that um, movie and the young Leia. Yeah, and and it looked kind of awkward in those movies. It looked like a weird um. It, it looked like something God did not intend for. That's, that's what that character <laughs> looks like. They, they, they thought long and hard about if they could. They did not stop to think if they, they should. should. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but in, in the... Is, isn't that just the Disney way? It, yeah, it is. Um, yes, yeah, so, so the young Michael Douglas comes out and he's, he's, you know, he's upset because uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. wants to do bad things with his technology. Right. Um, and he just hides away from the rest of the world. Yep. Uh, years later, 
this uh, young upstart thief. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Lang. Scott Lang. I don't remember why it is that he breaks into his house. Um, but there's some kind of... I, I don't know if there's like a contractor. Anyway. Oh, oh, oh Michael Douglas' house? Yeah. Why does he break oh, into his house? Um, because his good friend Lewis was basically just like... Okay, so Scott comes out of jail. Yeah. He, Ex-con. Ex-con Working Scott. at Baskin-Robbins. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Working at Baskin-Robbins. Comes out of jail, right? Um, nice guy, though. Like, he, he's... Very he's, chill guy. He's a criminal, but yeah. he's a criminal for trying to expose... The, yeah, the, if, the if, if, terrible okay, so acts of a, of a corporation. It's not in the first movie, but if you watch like a Disney short they put out on like some DVD or something, mm. what happens is he basically some company is like scamming people out of like their um their profits, right? And and their and their salaries, yeah. And he basically um breaks into a server and like all the like cents and stuff that is skimming off top, yeah. He puts that back in people's like salaries, so oh, all yeah, these yeah, people yeah, get yeah. all these great bonuses, yeah. But then the company finds out. And presumably thieves back the people their money and mm. sends him to jail, <laughs> even though the company was the one stealing in the first place. Yeah, yeah. You know, capitalism. Yeah. Um. So, so he 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 goes to prison even though he was doing some Robin Hood shit. He's doing some good Robin Hood shit, yeah. right? Mm. So again, which is why it's weird. It's not Adam McKay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he even mentioned that. Maybe. That yeah. yeah. So whatever. Um. Anyway, so he goes to jail for that. Um. He comes out now. He's just like, um. Yo. Um. I'm divorced from my wife. I got a daughter who I love. Yep. I need to get back get back in her good graces. Goes over to the to the, to the house to check his daughter. Um, daughter still loves him. Cute precocious kid. He's only mm-hmm. been in jail for like a year or for like two years, right? He got a really good lawyer. Kind of yep. got off about it. <laughs> um, so the kid still loves him, still remembers him. But the wife, ex-wife is just like, dog, you get shit together. Yeah. You, you, you need a G-O-B. J-O-B. He needs a gob. Yeah, so then he's just like, he tries to go Baskin-Robbins, he tries to do all the shit, it's not working out, eventually yep. Baskin-Robbins finds out he's an ex-con. Baskin-Robbins always finds out. Baskin-Robbins always finds out. Yep. So, he's, so then, his, but now his, ex, his ex-con bridging him now, who are still, you know, in dirty business, mm-hmm. it's just like, hey man, if you need a job, I got yeah. a job, and yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah. not to, but then so he, that's, that's he works out that, 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 that money that he needs on a paycheck to right. support Cassie. Yeah, yeah. He, he does that um, that Breaking Bad thing where he just writes down yeah. exactly to the, the dollar, dollar how thing. much is he going to need. Yep. Just, I only need to sell this amount of meth and we're all <laughs> done. <laughs> and then that's how Breaking Bad ended. Yep. They yep. sold the correct amount of meth and then they went home. Yep. Happily quick, ever after. Quick miniseries. No, <laughs> nobody died. Nope. Um, uh, yeah, so... Have, have you ever seen that comic um, if Breaking Bad took place in Canada? Oh, oh, the, yeah, yeah, and he, he was just free healthcare. So yeah, he's just, he, he just like, I'm sorry, Mr. White, you have you have cancer. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll clear it right up. <laughs> the end. Yeah. And it's just him on Skylar with a baby. Yeah. <laughs> if only. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, so yeah. he, and Michael Pena plays his, his, um, his ex-con brethren. Yeah. Um, and he is probably the best character. Just the best character. Favorite part of this movie. Yep. He, and, and his introduction is great. He's just like, he's this guy. Nothing is going right with him. His girl left him. His dad his died. Dad died. <laughs> yeah. His cousin went back to jail. Yeah, somebody's sick. Right. But he's got this van. He's very trip attitude. Yeah, and when he got the van, life is going to go up from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he gives him this idea of a, of a job. He goes to break into this mansion-looking place. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not really a mansion. mansion. It's a very nice it's loft. A, yeah, loft very nice loft in San Francisco, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it it looks like it would be the set for like uh, the, the modern day Full House. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, there's not really cash there, but there is this weird suit. suit. Yeah. Where there's like weird a biker suit. motorcycle suit. Yeah. Um, he, he he grabs that. He gets taken to jail immediately. And uh, then there's this little sequence where a bunch of ants start showing up. No, no, he doesn't get sent to jail. He escapes. 
Um, and I, I didn't rewatch it for the podcast. Okay, I'm just gonna no, say this, that. Yeah. I, I've seen it a bit three times. Yeah, so it's, it's it's enjoyable. Yeah, it is. So, so he escapes and he's back at he's back at the apartment mm. and he's just like fiddling around with the suit. Yeah, and then he like puts it on. Oh yes, yes, yes. And then yeah, he yeah, clicks yeah. it. Right. Well, he he very oddly and the script does not explain why he does this. He stands in the bathtub <laughs> while putting on the suit and then he presses it. Well, the the, the reason is it. he needs to go down the drain. He needs to go down and the, the drain. And the way he goes down the drain is by being in the bathtub. Yes. And then for no character motivation whatsoever other than to service <laughs> the plot, he steps into the bathtub. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So he, he clicks on the suits. It shrinks. Then Michael Douglas is like, you bitch, you fell into my trap. <laughs> la, 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 la. Let's see how well you do yeah. this thing. And, and I just want to stop and say, like, the reason that the Ant-Man movies are good to me mm-hmm. is two things. A, much like Spider-Man, it takes place sort of outside larger MCU nonsense. Right. So they get to be like, what if Man on the Street mm-hmm. got superpower movies, yeah. which is great. And two, just the idea of if you shrink, what a what normal looking environment you are. Right. If you shrink, it suddenly becomes this weird alien yeah. looking thing. Yeah. So when he shrinks into a bathtub... And it becomes this giant porcelain cavern. Right, yeah. <laughs> and the, the drain is this thing, and he falls through. All, all that is really friggin' cool. Right. I mean, this was, of course, explained in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. When but, you I mean, take a time, lawn, a regular lawn. for a new version of Honey, Honey I Shrunk the, the Kids. kids. Right. I don't, like, that's why that, those films are classic, because yeah. those scenarios will always be entertaining. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of really yearn for a scene in this trilogy where, like, they're in some innocuous place, yeah. and they get shrunk, and they cannot unshrink, mm-hmm. and they have to honey a shrink their way through, yeah, a, a thing. But yeah, yeah, you know yeah. that never happens. No, which is lame no. Or whatever. It's uh, it, because it's like it is. I, I guess I just wanted to watch honey a shrink the kids. Again, <laughs> it's kind of a drawback of it being involved in the the wider universe where it has to just move towards a because the the, the Ant Man films they are separate from the MCU. In yeah. their own plots. Yeah. But there is that point where they have to intersect with what's going on with the rest of the MCU. So, like, um, the first Ant-Man, um, they, they mentioned the Ten Rings at one point. Never comes up again. Yeah, the Ten Rings are coming to buy the suit technology. Right. So, yeah. they're just a faction out there in the Yeah, in the, that, in, that's, in that's, the that's not meddling. That's just like a hail hey, story. Yeah, so they so. do those things. But, like, the Ant-Man series does introduce things that become very crucial later on. So, yeah. like, the pin particles, that is what gets Ant-Man to grow and shrink. Yeah. Um, those are used in Endgame, Endgame yeah. for them to travel through time. Yeah. So, that's a pretty important plot point for this wider cinematic mm-hmm. universe. The um, whole reason that the Avengers could save everybody in Endgame was because yeah. he accidentally because, discovered the yes, Quantumverse. Exactly. Yeah. So, Paul Rudd um, came out to the Quantum Realm, and yeah. he in, it had been five years. Yeah. Um, for him, it was just, like, a few days. No, um, no, he said, like... It was five minutes for him. Five minutes. Okay. Sorry, five hours. Five hours. Five hours. Yeah. That right. Some mm-hmm. unit of time that was smaller than five years. Yeah. Um, comes out and realizes that everybody's dead, um, and people thought that he was dead. That's a pretty important part for this universe. Yes. So the Ant Man movies, even though they're separate, they become very crucial later right. on for what they introduce. Um, I thought. I think the character of of Scott Lang is an interesting one because he's 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 supposed to have like this. Brilliant mind. Uh, he has this. He has an engineering. He's a mechanical engineering degree. Right, but he is played off as kind of a doofus. Um, he's a doofus up until it's time to work the suit, and right. then he magically knows how to work the suit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he can just figure out how to even make it better, and he tweaks around with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got that kind of understated brilliance about him. He's not like Tony Stark, where he just 
he has to announce to everybody how brilliant he right. is. But he's he will just sit back and then he's just like, hey guys, I have a cool idea. Yeah. And he's just he's a nicer guy. Right. I like the fact that Stan, he's a superhero that's a nice guy. when Stan Lee and Steve Ditko and all them boys were and um Yeah, all, all them bros back in the sixties. Yeah. Were like making these characters. Stan had like one very important note where he's just like, I want the kids reading to this to go into like STEM mm. and science. So I'm going right. to make sure all like 90% of these characters are like scientists in yeah. the very least. Yeah, yeah. That's why like, Peter Parker is a brilliant scientist yeah. as well. Yeah. Not like DC people who are just like, whatever. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're just some dude. Yeah. He's just like, no, I want kids to think like scientists are cool. But let's talk about those um those those sequences that are um really interesting those interesting shrinking sequences. So you mentioned one where it was that well there was the bathtub one and then it's him he goes down the drain um he, it, he right it, he goes to the apartment down below yeah and he ends up at least on his dance floor dance party, party yeah. which is happening in the middle of the day. <laughs> hey man, San Fran. Yeah, <laughs> and um he it's like people are stomping around. Hey, him. Hey, 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 Plastic it, cups it could, are falling. It, you know what I. I've heard several people go like, oh, what's the middle of this dance floor? Bro, it could be like a Saturday and some, <laughs> yeah. some people are having... I don't like mind a, it. I'm just saying like, hey, it's just what they do. Right. I don't think it's that... I mean, people just... If you got to dance, you got to dance. Yeah. yeah, when the boogie hits you. Right. So um, he does that and then he like runs into some like rat hole in the wall and yeah. he walks up a big rat. Yeah. <laughs> and then he ends up falling to another apartment and he sees a vacuum cleaner and it's all really Yeah, good. all really good. And then there's... um uh, Other than that, there's like... The, the fight sequences at the end where it's him and um, like it's a train sequence mm-hmm. which superhero movies tend to have really brilliant train sequences mm-hmm. so they've got the one from Spider-Man 2 yeah. uh, you've got the one from Age of Ultron where they're trying to stop the big train right um, you have your Jonah Hexes the Jonah Hex uh, <laughs> you got the Wolverine Wolverine in, in, yes in, in, in Japan with the bullet train uh, the Lone Ranger actually really like, yeah the, the Lone Ranger like really overstuffed very bad movie <laughs> but then there's like a 20 minute train sequence yeah, yeah, yeah. that is like oh wow this is a great a great movie all of a sudden and then there's um there's that part in in uh far from home where spider-man gets hit by a train it's true <laughs> not really a train fight sequence but you know um and shang chi had a bus is that yeah um yeah. but ant-man took it to the small scale where they it was a little girl's thomas a train oh set. And there's that part in Watchmen when um dr Manhattan runs a train on oh, oh god all right yeah there we go, there we go. <laughs> okay. i was really thinking of like oh, what's, man. A good, what's a good joke I can god that's think. so blue Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't wasn't blue in that room when he was done. Um, yeah, and I just like they—they're really clever in that way. And I feel like it was a—it was the time in the Ant Man series where they were able to say, "Hey, let's just let's just come up with some ideas and let's just make this work." Cool shit, yeah. Let's make, let's do some cool shit. There's that um, the fight in the briefcase, um, yeah. which is really cool. Where um, the the villain of the movie, played by Corey Stoll, uh, Darren Cross. Yeah. yeah. Um, he said, he, um, I'm going to disintegrate you. Uh, and then... And at the same time, he presses the iPhone. Yeah. And <laughs> I think it's Siri picks it up and yeah. she's just like... Um, uh, now playing disintegrate. Yeah. And then that's, that's what gives the, the scene... The soundtrack. Yeah. yeah that's uh, really cool stuff. And then, of course, when they pan out and then you just see like the little briefcase mm-hmm. and, and it just puts it into the context of the wider world. Um, I just... Yeah. That, I... It is one of my favorite movies to oh, go back to. Oh, there's also the part where, like, he's in the office and there's like some like mock-up model set of yeah. a, of a of a, um, of the building. Yeah, and he runs through it while the people are shooting at him. Right, right. It, oh, yes, like, yes, yes, Buildings yes, yes. are exploding. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Ant Man has again, again, Ant Man has the potential to like explore some really cool 
visual actions you can see. Yeah, and they do it. They do it a lot in that that first movie. Um, also, um, the the characters in that movie just felt like a good time. Yeah, I um, loved hanging out with them. Like Michael Douglas, I like he's he's a dick in the movie. Um, you want Michael Douglas to be a dick. That's yeah, what he's yeah, good especially at, at that age. Yeah, that's what he's good at as an actor. Yeah, and I, I just like the, the, the way the way he 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 just he describes um Scott's friends as. You tell me I'm supposed to get these wombats? Like that was just like <laughs> great blind delivery, calling them wombats. Yeah. Um, and and those wombats they come back in the second movie. Uh, I sure. hear that they're not in the third, which is heartbreaking. It is real. It's a real. Yeah. Um, you gotta give it a C, like a C minus, just because no Michael Pena. Yeah, because you gotta have that scene where Michael Pena recaps everything. Yeah, the fact that they. We'll get to it, man. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's well, we'll talk about that right now because Michael Pena, he has that great moment in the first movie where he he, he recaps... Uh, the events of Batman 1. Of Batman 1 to, to know, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, oh, also, um, there's the scene in the first Ant-Man where he fights the Falcon, um, yes. which is... Uh, I think that's probably one of the cleverer, you know, integrations Cameos, of... Yeah, yeah. You know, because it... it, it Serves a purpose. They have to steal something from the right. what they presume is an old Stark compound, which has now been renovated to the new Avengers, Avengers facility. Yeah. And it turns out nobody's home except yeah. the Falcon. Um, right. And then he and Ant Man have a little fight, <laughs> which is something that you would see in a comic. Like you'd yeah. be reading a, a comic run for a bit, and then the issue would end, and it would be Ant Man is there, and the Falcon shows up, mm -hmm. and it's like. Next, next issue, Ant-Man fights the Falcon. And then the next issue would just be the full fight. Yeah. And so they they perfectly captured that. And I, I like um, Scott's, you know, kind of taking stock at that moment. Just be like, let's talk about how I just took on an Avenger yeah. and I didn't get my ass kicked. I didn't fucking die. Yeah. I, I do love, like, how the, the superheroes in this are treated as one would do a celebrity. Right. So, like, when Scott sees Falcon, he just opens up like, hey, it's me, Scott. I'm, I'm Ant-Man. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, yeah, the Falcon, you're really cool. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I don't know if the Falcon had a lot of press at that time. I don't know. No, like, that was just a surprise. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I, not, I mean, for Scott in world. Like, did they have, like, an Avengers announcement? Like, here's the Falcon. Because oh, prior to that, he was just in um, Winter, the, Soldier. Uh, Winter Soldier. Well, wait, was, was Falcon in, in Age of Ultron? He was in at the very end, but he just flies in. Oh, to save uh, people? To, to, no, no. He, he flies in at the very end when Captain America is with Black Widow and... and you know, Tony Stark has driven oh, off. Okay. This is way, way at the end of the movie. Okay. So he doesn't really do any fighting or well, anything. Well, let's say theoretically Ant-Man takes place like six months or so yeah. after Age, Age, of Ultron, Age of Ultron. Yeah, they've had like a press conference. They've had a press conference. Yeah. He's probably done a few missions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, if like, I mean, I don't know how they get visuals of this, but like when they're destroying the Hela characters, Hela carriers in part two, they're just right. like, oh, who's this flying guy? Okay, yeah. Well, that's part of the press conference. They, they showed his demo reel. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. Here's, here's all the cool stuff that he's done. Yeah. You know, he, he's a human, but he can do all this stuff. Right. It's better than the Arrow guy, right? Yeah. You, you have to assume in between all these movies, yeah. they are doing like light public missions yeah. <laughs> that everyone kind of hears about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like um, in The Boys where it's just Homelander has to do something just for the cameras just exactly, so people exactly. to know that he's a, he's a superhero. Yeah. Um, uh, Evangeline Lilly is, is also in the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a great description of her character. Um, also her character movie. doesn't really have much to do in the movie. No. It's, it's more about the parallel between her relationship with, with um, uh, um, Michael Douglas's character. Dad, yeah. yeah, Hank Pym, 
who who is obsessed with finding his his wife. Yeah. Um, he's a real um Christopher Nolan character, and that's you know mm-hmm. his uh, his wife is dead, and he does science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So so Hope is Evangeline Lilly's character, but yeah. Janet is the is a character that gets stuck in the quantum realm. Yeah. Right. And he like something happened years ago, or or what happened years ago was they stopped this um this Russian missile. Yeah, there was a Russian missile coming to hit something. Yeah. So Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer's, mm-hmm. um, who were the young young the, the back in the day at Man and the Wasp. Yeah, the OGs. The, the OGs. Yeah. They are going to like stop this missile. Yeah. Right. They're they're going and they're like trying to like. They're flying, they land on it, and they're trying to like um, break open the CPU circuit yeah, yeah. and destroy it. But like, it's like protected by some like, it's it's just it's just too too like protected for them to like break it right. open. Right? Yeah, they can't get small they can, enough. They can get yeah, as yeah. small as ants, but they can't get small yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. To get, yeah. So they're they're like, it's gonna hit this target that it's gonna hit. So Janet is just like, I'm gonna stop it. So yeah. she double taps her thing. Yeah. And she goes. She goes super 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 small, super small yeah, yeah. so she can fly it through the circuit and start breaking it down. Yeah. But As he puts it, she has to go between the molecules yes. so that she can get deep in and then disrupt yeah. the missile. Yeah. Uh, which is a no no. You can't do that. Don't. You don't get, know very you'll, bad. You'll get stuck in a quantum realm. Do not do that, don't yeah. go between the molecules. Yeah. Yeah. Rule number one. Yep. Um, so of course Scott has to go between the molecules by the end of the movie, yep, 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 and he yep, gets yep. out of it, which is the setup for um, the later films. Mm-hmm. And, and but um, yeah, so so Janet being missing is what causes a rift between Hope and um, yeah. Um, she goes missing when Hope is like nine or ten. Yeah. Um, Michael, Michael Douglas, Douglas does not want to explain that he is a the Ant Man mm-hmm. and his her mother was B the Wasp. Yeah. And that see they got lost on the mission. So he but it's weird because later on she's completely in the know about all of this. She stuff. figured it out. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but he doesn't want to tell her. So he's just like, I am going to just dedicate my life to studying the quantum realm, right? To get her back, right? In doing so now, because he's he, thinking in like a week she'll I'll, be back. I don't okay. gotta talk about right? this, and, and then it just keeps becomes going. Years. Yeah. So he just completely emotionally at that point it's just kind of awkward, right? Because yeah. I, I assume at this point she's like. Dad, where the hell is mom? And you guys are up to something. And he wants to keep it secret. Yeah. So they just become more and more estranged. Mom went for cigarettes and she never came mom, back. Mom went for a pack of smokes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess that's just what happened yeah. between them. But, um, and then the whole, um, there's that one scene in, in Ant-Man where like, here's the thing. This, this really sucks. Yeah. Like, um, feminism wise. <laughs> because okay. like, Hope, A, knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. B, knows how to use the suit. Yeah. C is very good at it. Yeah. And D is capable is more capable in fact of doing this mission. Yep. Than Scott. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is just like This is pointed out in the movie. This the movie points this out. Yeah. Scott is just like, you big dummy. He doesn't want you to do the mission. If you fail, Darren will like kill you and kill me. Right. But if Scott dies, oh well, who gives a shit? Right, right. right? That's, yeah. that's his thinking. So he's basically like, a father is denying his daughter the opportunity to do something great. Yeah. And for unfortunately, want some random man to do it instead. Yeah. And that is the context of the scene. Yeah. And it sucks. <laughs> but like, I mean, I also it, get it. it like, yeah, because like, it, it's, it's <laughs> like, he, he has, he already has lost somebody to this. Yeah. Scott is just like, I live or die, I don't really care. Yeah. You know? a, a far better scenario would be that the arc be Scott helps them yeah. up, come to this realization, but also she he he helps her and her dad form this rift and the dad learns to trust her right. to do this thing. And they do the mission together yeah, as yeah. Atman and Oz, right. as opposed to 
she distracts Darren while he goes after. Yeah. That that to me is a better movie. Yeah, no, definitely. That's and, a more complete movie, but you know And then so the movie would be Ant Man and the Wasp. As in not not as in part one. Yeah. Would be Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Because it is because the great thing about his movie is it's generational. Right. So Ant Man and the Wasp both refers to Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly and Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. Right, yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. could always have it as that. But mm. Anyway, this yeah, is really no, dumb. But, but, but I, I, no, 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 I, I really love to rewrite his movies because I think like there are a few. <laughs> that's hey, there part, are a few but that's arcs what part of these from. episodes are. Is just hey, this is how it could have been done better. This yeah. scene that kind of sucked. Um, but uh, they have to have that moment where she's just she, you know she sees the suit and she's like yeah it's about time and then that they gotta set up for the sequel. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's just that's the it's a conveyor belt, man. We're we're working on the next thing while we're doing the first thing. Um, you got any more thoughts on Ant-Man or are we going to go on to Ant-Man and the Wasp? Oh, uh, Ant-Man is the least believable of the scientific concepts raised in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, is this the mass the, uh, the thing. mass thing? Yeah. 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 Because it don't make no sense if you make no think about damn it. sense. Yeah. Like, so, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson had his thing <laughs> where he's just like, somebody asked him like, what is the least believable Marvel superhero? Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's the Hulk. Like, your body cannot, mass cannot like change and uh, in that way. Like, it just doesn't right, make right, sense right. to him. Yeah. Right? He's just like, like, okay, Thor's hammer, is he's so strong, he can pick up this hammer and swing and centrifugal force would launch him. Sure. Um, he's like, Iron Man, I suppose if you if the suit was padded in such a way, yes, you could land and fly in such a way. Like, he'll, he'll buy that. Um, he's just like, Vibranium, hey man, that's just, I don't know all metal properties. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to touch that one. But then the Hulk is the one he really thinks. And then somebody, like, I should... Honestly, I think it might have been me. I didn't think, <laughs> but, like, but I just remember in my head going like, wait a minute, hold on. It, there's this end scene in, in, in Ant-Man during mm-hmm. the large battle where um, uh, Tingler gets, uh, Hank gets shot yeah. and Hope is trying to get him out and he's like, how are we going to break out there? All this chaos is going on with all, yes. all the people. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I got this. And yeah. he lifts up on a keychain key a, yeah, yeah. a tank. Mm-hmm. So they use that tank to break out. Yeah. Ha ha, whimsical. We all love the tank. But... If given a brief moment of thought, mm-hmm. that tank yep. is still the same tank. Mm-hmm. So how is Michael how Douglas, carrying that around, 70 bro? year old man, <laughs> carrying a tank on his keychain? Everything you've established in this movie previously yeah, 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 yeah. has noted that this should be the same amount of mass that mm-hmm. you're carrying. It doesn't make any sense because like when, when, when Ant-Man... When he's small, and he's not even supposed to, like, when, when it is shrunk down, it is supposed to be even heavier. Yes. So when Ant-Man shrinks when, down. When, when he shrinks down in the bathrob and yes. he lands, there's a chip. There's an, it, it's an it impact. Because his yeah. full body weight is now precise. Like a, it's, it's like, like is, is, is their explanation that if he's 170 pounds, mm-hmm. you become a small 170 pound force right. when you shrink down. Exactly. And you just Basically like a bullet. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so, so that tank is supposed to be way heavier yep. than a tank actually is. Yep. But he's just carrying it around like it's a yep. keychain. Now, I don't mind because it's cute. Yeah. It is cute Everything. that he just pills. It pull, is pull, cute. Just, yeah. But based on the 30 minutes you explained this, bro. Yeah, like, don't give me the... Look, if you don't got the science, don't bring do the science. Do not bring the science back. Right? Right. Like, we... Look, guy shrinks... Talks to ants, to, which, by the way, that's the thing. All right. Um, that, also, that, he rides an ant. Yes. That's a, 180 of all gentlemen <laughs> rides an ant. <laughs> that was the thing I was going to mention. Um, that was the keychain thing. That was the last thing I was going to mention. Or the first yeah. thing. I just like how um, they, they have these little things that, well, I, I don't <laughs> keep putting it like that, but these things that uh, Michael Douglas just 
just like this crazy um, um, mad scientist. He's just like, yeah. hmm, I'm going to make a tank small. Right. I'm going to carry it around with me. No, everything. Michael Douglas <laughs> is getting off great mad scientist vibes. Yes. Especially like mad scientist who is exclusively obsessed with shrinking and ants. Yeah. And that is like kind of his character, which yeah. is great. Like I love when a mad scientist hardcore focuses on something. Yeah. 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 Um, and I guess what he does use the ants and the shrinking to great effect. Yeah, yeah, that. they use the ants a lot in the first movie. They barely use the ants in the second, second movie. movie. Yeah, that's I, that is the part that I dislike the most. Damien. Yeah. Oh, Damian, come on, man. Barely use them. Called Ant Man. No. All right. No. Let's talk about Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Um, which this was the movie where Peyton Reed said that he was upset because Civil War unleashed Giant Man on the world. He wanted that. And he yeah. wanted to be the yeah. one to be like, hey, I got Giant Man. Right. Um, which I can understand that. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but also, Savoir made a billion dollars, my guy. You yeah. know why? Because Ant-Man got real big. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a cool moment. Yep. Yeah. Tony Stark and, and uh, Rhodey, they, they brought him down like a yeah. big 80 Spider-Man said, holy shit. Yeah. Um, it was great. Billion dollars in box office, my guy. Don't yeah, yeah. I mean, if you listen to the score, the score is designed for yes. that moment yes. <laughs> when he grows big. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a great moment. Uh, further to your point about uh, Wasp in the first movie, she brings up in the second movie. So you get taken on this trip to Germany, right? You to, didn't to even help, call me. and you don't yeah. want to call the person that yeah. has a suit that can also fly. Yeah, yeah. Shoots yep. all these lasers yep. and yep. stuff. Yep. You yep. don't yep. think that like it's not even either or. We could have both done it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, because of Civil War. Okay, here's my producer note on that. Okay. If I'm from the alternate universe, yeah. I think mm. what should have happened is Ant-Man and the Wasp joined Captain America's team. Uh-huh. And to balance off, because you need the same amount of people yeah, yeah, on yeah. Iron Man's team, to balance that off, they should have introduced like uh, either you introduce She-Hulk early. Okay. And She-Hulk is like a lawyer interesting and she so she would be very much like we, no no you guys need to follow the law mm-hmm. and she will just be like well we will give you a promotion right if you also are a, a lawyer slash for the government right right so okay. she would okay. have joined that would have been interesting yeah, yeah. So, yeah so she's not as strong as the hulk yeah like give her like quarter the hulk powers yeah and which I know is kind of sexist, but whatever. Mm. Give her a quarter Hulk powers. Well, just for but, the, but she the remains f- completely in control of yeah, herself. Yeah, yeah. So that's a trade-off. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then so yeah, so then and then have her just be the other tank. Right. Yeah. Okay. That would that would have worked. And yeah. also, you know what? You got two women there. That, that's, two, that's that's two that's that's up in your uh, your 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 quota there. Yeah. Um. Right. So she brings that up, and that that also is tying into what's going on with Scott in the movie. Is he's under house arrest because mm-hmm. he went to Germany. And uh, broke the law with Captain America. Yeah. Um, also, I, I, I've thought about this alternate thing because, like, when these movies were coming out, I had, like, a running... I don't remember where to find it now, but I had, mm-hmm. like, a running... Like, like a fan, roster? Fan, yeah, rocks yeah. fan cast slash, yeah, like, yeah, alternative yeah. timeline. Like, no, like, this movie should introduce this character. <laughs> and this, like, there's a character called um, Mockingbird who may come up in the Thunderbolts. Yeah, so she's bro- she was... In the Hawkeye series, actually, yeah. at the very end. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, I thought if if they actually actually went through and made Black Widow movies, right, she would have been a great addition. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. And, and I'm like, this person would have fit in yeah. be, because because in the Civil War, you kind of need like not that powerful 
kind of characters. No, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I'm not that kind of powerful character. Yeah, because if, if they're too powerful, well. it kind of just yeah, ruins if, if the movie. If Thor was there, yeah. Thor just murder people. Bec- well, <laughs> not just that, but the whole movie is about how they're going too far with their explosions and, right. and mayhem. Yeah, yeah, you bring in a character like Thor to fight, yeah. that's going to cause some explosions yeah. and mayhem. Big issue. Um, you need people like Spider-Man and Winter Soldier keep it kind of, yeah. you know, small scale. Um and yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. So, so uh, Scott Lang is under house arrest. He's, he's, boy, that's Scott Lang. He just can't catch a break. Nope. Um, he's disappointing. His, his, well, his daughter is fine. Cassie is real cool. Yeah, Cassie's cool. Like, in the first movie, um, there's that great moment where he brings her the ugliest doll yeah. that I've ever seen yeah. on, on screen. And, uh, it's so ugly. I love it. Yeah. yeah. She, she, Cassie's she, real cute. She, they, he just gets her. Yeah, he um, understands his daughter. Yeah, and in, in that way... Also, he gets her a giant ugly ant as a dog, <laughs> and she loves the ant as well. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, because there's an ant that just stays big at the end of the first mm-hmm. movie. Um, yeah, they have that relationship that makes mothers very upset. Right. Because the mom is just like, no, the she needs to go terrible, to school. But the dog yes, is the child exactly. Them, yeah. Like, the dad is an, a literal ex-convict, yeah. and he is the one that she wants to tell Spend about her, her trophies and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mom has to be the one to actually make sure you get your grades good mm-hmm. and, and have a Eat life. Eat vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So so it's just him and his daughter hanging out in, in their house. Uh, they make a very cute fort for yeah, to play with. Exactly. And yeah. um, Scott's learning magic tricks. Yeah. You know, he's... He's, he's, he's home alone, so he's like just going on YouTube and just learning every random yeah, yeah, yeah. dumb skill you can this, learn. This is pre-lockdown, um, pre, yeah, pre, pre-corona lockdown, where you, lockdown where you got to see it. like... He, and he's he's playing rock band a lot. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> you know. Um, but then we got a movie, so you know, things have to happen. Yeah. Um remind me how he gets brought into the, the plot again. Is it Oh. <laughs> um so he starts having dreams of Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh yes, yes. Because right. he was in the quantum, quantum realm in the first it. movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so right. He starts having dreams about her and he's like I just and, remembered yeah. the scene where he has to do a Michelle Pfeiffer impression. He does a perfect Michelle Pfeiffer he's impression. So, yeah. This is a fun movie. Paul Rudd, hot take, good actor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he's like endearing as well. To, yeah, to he's hold. a real sweet guy. <laughs> and, and he's like, there's a moment where Michael Douglas seems kind of confused. He's like, am I kind of into this? Yeah. Is this, like, I mean, it's the first time I've been in contact with my wife, wife in, in a years. Long time. And he's like looking into Paul Rudd's dull eyes. Yeah, like, it's oh, like, my beautiful wife. Um, <laughs> with enough drinks, anybody could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, that's getting ahead. But yeah, so he's having these dreams of Michelle Pfeiffer in the quantum realm. And um, does he make contact with, with Hank? Uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, he, he, he lives like a voicemail or something. Right. And it's so accurate. Yeah. That um, Hope, and Mac and Hope, Hope and Hank are just like, oh, shit, I think he's like, actually seen her. Right, right. So they, go, they, they kidnap him out of house arrest. Yeah, and it's all about trying to get Janet out of the quantum, quantum realm. Yeah. Um, you get uh, some glimpses of the quantum realm in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as, as much as I would think in Quantumania. Um, <laughs> no. And, uh, but outside of... What's al- al- also, hot take, half of this movie should have been in the quantum realm. Half of... Uh, I'm an and the Wasp, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because uh, you, you tweeted that the Quantumania is kind of like a Saturday morning it's cartoon. A, yeah, I keep on describing that it's an episode of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Right. For good or for, good or for bad. Good or for bad, yeah. Um, that is kind of how I feel about Ant-Man and the Wasp as well. It feels okay. just like a fun Saturday fun morning like, yeah. Ant-Man cartoon. Yeah. You know, and um, you've, you've got like this, this interesting, visually interesting character with Ghost, mm-hmm. um, uh, which I don't remember the person that plays her. Uh, Hannah, 
Hannah John Kamen. That does not sound like a real name. No, that does. So that sounds some, like you some just word, you just address. pull three names out of your head I know. and put together to make a survey an says. <laughs> um, and she's got a really tragic backstory in the movie. Yeah. Um, like her her dad died in an explosion, which also resulted in her getting these abilities. Yeah. And then she was just. But the abilities give her like debilitating pain. Right, and she was just shoved into the the shield superhuman machine. Sure, yeah. Um, before they had the the PR of the Avengers, I guess. Sure. Um, and she was just kind of forced into being a mercenary. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 almost like jarring how tragic and awful her story is mm-hmm. with what's going on in the rest mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah, because the first the movie is fun and light. Yeah, and there's just like this person is going. Through. Yeah, there's there's like literally a moment where um, Scott Lang, Hope, and and Hank. They're all tied up. Yeah. And and Lawrence Fishburne's character, yeah. um, who is Bill something. I don't remember his... Uh, yeah. His, his, Bill he, Foster. Yeah, Bill, Bill Foster, right. Yeah. He plays Goliath. Um, in the or comics. Goliath is who he is in the comics. And yeah. he and... Another and, giant man. Yeah. Right. And he and Hank have had this feud um, where... And there's, you know, there's a scene where they're comparing sizes uh, <laughs> as, as, as men are wont to do. Sure. Um, and he's like, Hank stole all of his great ideas back mm-hmm, from when they worked mm-hmm. together. Very, you know, you can't be a brilliant man in the Marvel Universe without fucking somebody else over. Yes. <laughs> that just seems to be the MO. Yeah, see Tony Stark. Tony, Tony Stark in all of his movies yeah. and also in most of Spider-Man's yes, movies. Yes. Some guy that Tony Stark has fucked over. Yeah. Um, man, w- we were really friggin' robbed of a scene with... Um, young Michael Douglas, young Michelle Pfeiffer, and young Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, kind of figure out and love. we're really robbed of yeah, that. Yeah, just, just, just like Boys in the Hood, Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> would have been like so goddamn great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with I mean, with with the hair, with the, the tiny that's, fro, that's, not that's like a, the big fro, oh, no, no, no. but the little fro. Tiny. Yeah. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like he he he's respectable, but he's keeping it real. Yeah. Kind of look. Yeah. It's one of the brothers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, there's a scene where, where he's got them all tied up and um, Scott Lang's phone keeps going off. Right. And Cass is, Cassie's trying to find her trophy. Yeah, trying it? to, yeah, yeah. Oh, for, for it's show and tell day. Cassie's exactly. And, and it's, it's completely like, completely devoid of tension at that point. Yeah. Because prior to that, it's very threatening. It's like they're in this kind of abandoned house. Nobody knows that they're there. Yeah. The person who is the... Criminals um, and the FBI are looking for them. Right. Because um, Scott Lang, he's on the run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because they, he, he's been taken out of house arrest and they're like, no, 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 you are a dangerous criminal. We saw you grow to 60 feet. Yeah, no, no. What happens is, um, so as soon as uh, Hope and Hank, like, kidnap him mm-hmm. out of house arrest, he's freaking out like, no, no, I need to be home. I need to be home. And they're like, no, no, don't worry about it. Yeah. They left a giant ant with his... With his... With his... Anchor man and Yeah. Him. So he's like, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And he's but, been programmed to just do what you do every day. Exactly, right? exactly. You've just been fucking around. We've right, been watching right. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, yeah. Been, we've, we've had the whole horse bugged. <laughs> one could say. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Um, but then eventually... Um, God, what's his name? Randall, Jimmy Woo. Randall Park. Jimmy yeah, Woo, yeah. who is an excellent um, addition to these movies, yeah, yeah, by the way. yeah. He comes out and he's just like, I'm the catchy scat. Like, I know you're up to something. Yeah. Up to some business. Yeah. Um, so, but then also, um, God, what's his name from Justified? Um, Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
they so god this movie is so complicated it is so packed yeah there's a lot going for on. a very light fun movie it's so yeah, packed. yeah so okay let me try it so much so that when i rewatch it i'm just like i completely forgot, forgot. about this part yeah, yeah, yeah. but Watson goggins is he is doing yeah, explain he's yeah. doing another um kind of arms deal right. um with with hope hope yeah. is trying to infiltrate what's going on with right. them they're trying to trade some stuff right and and hope knows that they're going on some sketchy shit and of course uh this was like just at the end of Justified. So mm-hmm. so he had been uh, um, buoyed for several years on that show. So he was coming in to just be shady arms dealer man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's that uh, great first um, fight in like a hotel with with um, her. On oh, the chandeliers and stuff. Right, with yeah. the chandeliers and stuff. And it's like, again, they'd really, like the shrinking. The kitchen, and a kitchen fight. Yeah. With, yeah. With the, yeah with the knives yeah, yeah. and the flour yeah, and all that. Yeah, it's great. just great stuff. Yeah, really good stuff in these movies. Yeah. Um, it's Again, the shrinking stuff is uh, really good. Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of like, it's a kind of action, because most superhero movies kind of have the, at least in the Marvel Universe, uh, characters that can punch things, mm-hmm. you know, like Thor is just a guy who can punch things, but also holds a hammer sometimes, right. and maybe, he doesn't even shoot lightning, he's just covered in yeah, lightning. He, he, oh my god, yeah, he really only saves that for like final attack. Yeah, yeah, but even then it's like he's holding a thing to hit somebody with it. Yeah, he has um, a, a melee weapon. Right, and Iron Man just kind of punches people and blasts people yeah. and Captain America just punches. Like up until this point in the Marvel Universe, there was no Doctor Strange no. to do some really weird stuff. No. So Ant-Man was like, okay, they use the I shrinking. I am going to punch him, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I will be tiny. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and, and uh, it just those are still good. Those are still yeah. impressive in, in, the, um, in the sequel as well. Um, yeah, there's, there's that one scene where it's a kitchen fight. Where yeah. like the, the one scene that's imprinted and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. They're in a kitchen and like, you know, Hope is like, like um, growing, shrinking, growing, shrinking. Right. And then a the guy like throws a knife at her mm-hmm. and she shrinks and she runs across, runs across the blade yeah, knife. Yeah, yeah. It's and great. I'm just like... Cool scene. That was the clip that they put out to all of the, the talk shows. Yeah. Just be like, yo, come see the movie. That one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I was, I was just to finish my thoughts on that scene with, with um, the, the phone. Well, I, I guess I kind of did. I just said that kind of undercut everything. That movie's not really taking itself seriously. No. Which I don't think it needs to. No, it is. It, again, these are. So remember, so uh, much the same way Age of Ultron. Oh, uh, and the first Iron Man followed Age of Ultron. This yeah. is following Infinity War. Yes, <laughs> which so is like, the, after the movie where half your your favorite characters disappeared from right. existence, and yeah. then the movie ends with like Thanos staring upon the frontier and mm-hmm. going, "Haha, bitches, I won! <laughs> All your faves are dead." Yeah, and then hardcore cut to credits. Yep, right. You know, cut the, you know cut the Ant Man and the Wasp, and like everyone walking the Ant Man Wasp, like. Ooh. So are they going to acknowledge that yeah. this thing is going to happen? But right. No, it's just a nice palette cleanser. Like, no, we're just going to have a nice, fun movie. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a scene with um, uh, Paul Rudd, who is half the size of regular Paul Rudd. And yes. he's walking around elementary school. Yes. As a wee little baby. <laughs> and he's got the, the oversized hoodie on. Yeah. And my favorite part of that is there's a moment where he gets caught in the hall. Right. And he just kind of stops. Mm-hmm. And there's this beat where it's just him stopping, the person is looking at something, and he just... Takes off so, yeah. running with his little legs. Yeah, my favorite part is when he finally gets outside and he jumps in the van. He's like, "Come on, come on, let's go, let's go!" And 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 uh, Michael Douglas all missing the beat. He's just like, "Oh, did you have fun at school today? Would you would you like some screen ch- some string cheese or a juice box?" <laughs> and then Paul is like, "Do you have that juice box?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
just the, the fun times. Whimsical fun Listen, times. These these first two Ant Man movies. Yeah, real good. Um, and that was my fear going into. I haven't gone into it yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll see it today. Mm-hmm. Um, either today or tomorrow, sometime this week before the Friday. Sure. <laughs> before our next episode, I will have seen sure. Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Um, gotta get your Kang in, bro. Yeah. Um, when they announced that Kang. Right. Was being introduced in Quantum Mania right. in, in the in the Ant Man movie. Right. I was like, no, the, that is not what Ant Man is for. No. Ant Man is for silly shenanigans. You silly shenanigans after you have broken me as a person. Yes. After you have taken my characters, like do it ap- after Loki has been killed for the quote unquote final time. Yeah. Um. After uh, T'Challa, who you made me fall in love with in Black Panther, mm-hmm. gets faded away, mm-hmm. then you do an Ant Man movie. Mm-hmm. After um, uh, what happens in in Age of of Ultron, Um, after it looks like the Avengers are going to break up, you give me an Ant-Man movie. You do those things. You don't give me an Ant-Man movie to start your phase. No. It is a a post-phase kind of movie. It does not line up with the previous trilogy. Yeah. And so when they said Kang was going to be in this one, I was thinking, that doesn't really gel with me. I, I understand you, but like you already introduced Kang, like yeah. he was in the Loki series. Loki? So why really does he cool. have to be really in cool this movie? Loki. Like, give me an Ant Man movie. Like, what was the last Black, Black Panther? What kind of forever? That was your most dramatic yeah. um, film in in years, like since Endgame. Your most dramatic film, period. Right. It is literally a giant funeral for, for the Chad- world. Yeah, for Chadwick, for Chadwick Boseman. So to do a whimsical Ant Man fun times in the Quantum Realm movie, cut, yeah. yeah, that would be in line. So when you're going to introduce this uh, character that is supposed to be the the big bad for the whole franchise, I don't know how that's going to work for me. Mm-hmm. With that said, <laughs> how was Quantum Mania? <laughs> Before I give my review of Quantum Mania, mm-hmm. as promised earlier in the episode, oh, you want me to tell you what Damian. I think happens? What is the plot of this movie? All right, so. Ant-Man. Yeah. He's dead. Damien has never seen Quantumania. Never seen it. He's, ladies and gentlemen, he's now about to guess. I think... Hardcore the plot of Quantumania. I've seen the first trailer. Okay. And they used um, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road yes. by Elton John. Yes. Love that song. Good song. Love that man. Um, well, I mean, I don't know him. I saw Rocket Man. He seems cool. Yeah. Um, he certainly loves man. That's what's right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So... I've seen the first trailer, and I think I saw clips of the other ones, and I didn't really... I knew I was going to watch it, so I didn't really you know, invest myself in to see what was going on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ant-Man, he is coming back. Um, he is a big celebrity. Yep. Um, people, people love him because yep. he was probably at an Avengers press conference. Yep. Uh, he, he saved the he, world. He has a podcast and a book out. So I saw that he had a podcast because there's a bit in um, in She-Hulk yeah. where like in the corner of somebody's mm-hmm. screen, it's it's Scott Lang's podcast. Yeah. Um, He's also put out a book. I did see that there is an actual book you can yep. buy yep. right now yep. on Amazon, yep. um, which is the autobiography written by Scott Lang. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like a, a commercial of, of Paul Rudd do, reading a bit from it. Mm-hmm. Um, which gave me hope, actually, because it's like, oh, cool, you're being whimsical with your marketing. This is right. probably a whimsical. Right. right. Oh, um, they give you hope, all right. <laughs> hope him. Um, so, yeah, so he's a big celebrity, mm-hmm. and, um, but he's also, he's been gone for five years, yeah. and his, his daughter's all grown up. Yep. This big uh, father-daughter big relationship. One, yeah. Um, so she's, she's grown now, and uh, there's... She'll shrink later, though. 
um, she she and she and he have a, a, a bit of a strained relationship. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm I'm good so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Cassie Lang, she is. She's feeling like she wants to be more involved in his life, uh, probably because of the absence of him for five years. Uh, for five years, possibly, and also just living in this this crazy MCU, MCU world. world yeah. you know, you know, things happen, yeah. and uh, you just you want to be more involved in, in what, especially if your dad is is one of the superheroes. The superheroes. Yeah. Um, so she starts messing around, mm-hmm. um, fiddling around with some 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 buttons and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's got that youthful innovation. Sure, She's gonna sure. figure out a way sure, sure. to get to the quantum realm safely. Again, magically, Cassie is also really smart. Yep, yep. Um, you know, it's not how genetics work. But was yeah. it like? Did she have a a, a Michael Douglas esque path where she was? You know, desperate to find her dad, so she made herself obsessed with the quantum realm. Uh it is implied, yeah. Okay. Um, so she goes. She 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 does some science, and she's developed mm-hmm. this tool for the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming before this, there's some set piece with Ant Man doing some Ant Man things. No, there's not. Okay, that is disappointing. Um, third movie, it's a rule. You gotta have like a set piece for your superhero. No, in the first bit. You know what? No set pieces until like 20 minutes in. Okay. All right. All right. That's fine. So they're keeping it character focused. That's yeah. good. It's, um, I mean, there's plenty, plenty of old jokes. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so they're, they're doing a thing. And I saw in the trailer, Michelle Pfeiffer was just like, no, we can't do that. Stop fucking around with but, the quantum realm. Yeah. But by then, they've already fucked around yeah, with the quantum realm. The and quantum they're about to find out in yep. the quantum realm. Yep. So everybody gets sucked into the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Um, weird stuff happens. I did see the clip of Michael Douglas seeing the Broccoli Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's freaked out by it. But he's, he seems like excited also because he's been studying. He's a scientist. Yeah. yeah, he's a scientist. Yeah. Um, and they're he, fucking he, around. He's been like, I've been studying the quantum realm for 30 years. And I did not even, it did not even come to like, my knowledge that there could be people down here. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's people down there. There's a whole society. The whole Black Cloud planet. It, it's looking there. very Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and uh, Damon, to give you a quick hint. Yeah. This is a Star Wars Ricky Morty-esque <laughs> movie by way of Marvel. Okay. Okay. Um, so they're doing, they're, they're around this Star Wars Rick and Morty-ish mm-hmm. verse. Mm-hmm. And um, they get themselves into some trouble because they're, <laughs> sure they're, they're from out of town. They don't sure, know how things work sure, here. Sure. And but uh, you know who's, who used to live in town? Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer's Michelle character. Pfeiffer's. Right, right, right. Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, and she's trying to tell them about what to do and they're mm-hmm, just not listening mm-hmm, to her. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you been all these years, lady? Mm-hmm. We had to fight mm-hmm. uh, Darren Cross <laughs> yes. from the first movie. We, yep. we know things. We fought the ghost. Um, uh, I'm going to ruin... Well, there's one, there's one good joke where like, so Cassie gets gets in trouble mm-hmm. before before they they get sucked into the quantum room, right? Right, right. And so Scott is in the car with her, driving her back home, and they're having a talk. And she's based, and he's basically like, just Cassie's like, listen, I want to help out, I want to be more active in the world. And yeah, da, 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 da. as a young person, as a young does, person, yeah. 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 Uh, she's a real um social SJW social J social J warrior. Yeah, yeah. She, she, um, she, yeah, she's very, it's extremely Gen Z character. Right, so it's pretty accurate. All this stuff. Um, anyway, but Scott is just like, he's just like, like, couldn't you like try being more normal? And he's just like normal like you, Dad, mm-hmm. an Avenger, and he's like, no, a, a different kind of normal. And she basically has this great line where she's just like, 
Dad, when I was six, a man in a giant bee suit tried to kill me. My <laughs> life was never going to be normal. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like not even that she's in this superhero world. She's been directly involved in, yeah. in, in like conflicts. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of... And gonna... as even Hawkeye showed you, if something tangentially superhero-minded happened right, to you right. outside, Nearby. that's going to imprint on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How many people do you think like took up archery after seeing that? Uh, but like they didn't end up in this mafia storyline yeah, yeah, with him. Yeah. They they're just still practicing archery. Yeah. No, it, it is it is truly amazing. There's that one two punch of the Hunger Games and, uh, and Avengers coming out. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Optic in like archery mm-hmm. classes. It, yeah. and like suddenly every video game character had to use a bow and arrow. Yeah. Yeah. And like I I I know like I've I've spoken to children and they're like my favorite Avenger is Hawkeye. And I and I'm like really, I'm yeah exactly. I kind of like really okay. But then in their mind, they're like, I cannot be Iron Man. I cannot True. be American. I mean, not but with you, that attitude. Yeah, <laughs> but like, throw yourself into a vat of toxic waste right. and you see what comes out. No, right? No, these are some real like Virgo ass kids. They're thinking like <laughs> real practically. Like, yeah. no, I can take up archery. Like that right. is a thing that is possible for me to do. And yeah. I'm like, you know what, kid? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Um, anyway, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so they're in the quantum realm, and Michelle Pfeiffer's like, "Go Pfeiffer." Yeah. <laughs> don't don't touch that. And then somebody touches that, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they don't know the law. But you know who does know the law? Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, I was gonna say the sheriff in town, mm-hmm. um, uh, and that's when Big Daddy Kang shows up, and mm-hmm. he's just like, "Hey, you guys should not touch that stuff." Mm-hmm. But now that you're here, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna use. You, you can help me get what I want. I'm gonna mm-hmm. help you get what you want, mm-hmm. and. He's a bad guy, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. turns out he wasn't being so honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> he wasn't being fair. Uh-huh. And uh, then uh, Scott Lang finds out, um, and he's like, hey, you weren't being fair. <laughs> and then... Uh, you, you see me nodding, but that does not mean you're correct. Uh, big big fight happens. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Uh, then they, they escape the quantum realm okay. and uh, set up for the next movie. I'd, Wow, am I on? Wow. Am I on wow. the ball? Wow, I mean, you you, you, you kind of skirted it right in the middle there, but the last part, yeah, really true. Okay, um, okay. So, hey guys, I'm gonna tell you the plot of Ant Man and Lost Quantumania. Don't don't spoil like the finer details for me. I would still like to oh, be yeah, surprised by, okay. by the okay, end fine. Um, stuff, yeah. They go to the quantum. They go to the quantum verse. Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer's knows what's up. Some quantum mania is gonna happen, right? Yeah. Um, they when they get sucked down, they get separated. So Scott and Cassie are off doing their own adventure. Oh, okay. Michelle Pfeiffer's and um, Michael Douglas and uh, Evangeline are doing their own thing. Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer's I love saying that word. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's kind of is like, oh, I'm going to like introduce you to all the like big shots around this place right. because I used to live here. Um, so she links up with like some old friends. They get some costumes. They get some resources. Cool. They get, they get a ship, and because they're trying, they're just trying to get back to Scott and Scott and um. Cassie. Cassie. Mm-hmm. Um, no. So wait, wait. So uh, Hank and Janet are Hang off Janet. somewhere. Hank, Hank, Janet, and and, um, and Hope. Hope. Okay, cool. Okay, separate, so yeah. all the pims are together. All the pims Great. are together. All the langs are together. Cool. Right. And Scott and Cassie get into some shenanigans, mm-hmm. and that eventually gets them with Kang mm-hmm. and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, the whole the whole tangent is, is like when Michelle, when Michelle came back from the quantum verse. Everyone is like, so, so what is it like down there? And then she's just like, I do not wish to discuss it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to just integrate myself back into the world. Yeah. And she just keeps on like, do, I do not want to freaking talk about this. And you see that like, the reason she doesn't want to talk about it is because like, 
some real bad stuff is going on down there, and yeah, she yeah, just yeah. does not want to like get anybody else. Involved. It is a bad place, it's a bad place, bad there. people. But um, Scott and Cassie meet up with some real whimsical, again, <laughs> human ass characters. Like, if you want to come back to human in the mass universe, just, yeah. just the level of weirdness each character can be. Yeah. That is exactly what's down there. And uh, yeah, and then eventually they meet Kang, and Kang is just like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm introducing my character to this MCU. Yeah, and yeah. I got some thoughts. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. That Thanos boy, that's old news. Yeah. I'm the new guy. Right. Hello. What's up, audience? I'm talking to you. Yeah. All right. Um, How is Jonathan Majors? Jonathan Majors, best part of the film. He's, okay. He knows what's up. He tends to be the best parts of movies that's that he's true. in. That's yeah. true. That's true. People go watch Devotion from last year. Yeah. Um, not, not enough people gave it love, but he gives a great performance in that. I can't I, wait to see him be a better actor than Michael B. Jordan in Creed 3. <laughs> Well, the excuse will be that B. Jordan was doing double duty. Yeah, he's yeah, like he was, I was sure, directing. That's sure. why I couldn't focus on the right. craft. It's not just that Jonathan Mitchell is a far superior actor. No, I mean, Michael B. Jordan was getting his ass whooped by 70-year-old Sylvester Stallone in, in Creed. So, yeah. Um, right. So, okay. So, right, so Kang, he's not... If, if, he, if, Mike, if Jonathan Majors is good as Kang, yeah. and movie's all about introducing Kang, yeah. sounds oh, like... Oh, no, you, you will like Kang. Sounds you like a good like movie, Kang. man. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, one character is not a good movie, mate. But okay. okay, are there several characters that are annoying in the film? Like that is the thing that I hate the most about <sighs> movies like this: is if there's characters that I just can't stand watching. You could take Evangeline Lilly out of the script, and oh not no. a thing would change. Oh no, not a thing would change. You see that that's bad because she's supposed to she's, like it, it is. It's supposed to be like the grand family reunion in this movie. Kind when of this thing. movie is called Ant Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. it is referring to Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, but here's the thing. Interesting. What I one thing I say I will like about this movie. Yeah. Janet is kind of the main character. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I I like that there is a big two hundred million dollar action movie. Yeah. And Michelle Pfeiffer is. The main character. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, has she been in much recently? She, she dabbles. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, I mean, she, she she like front loaded all of her career in like the eighties. Yeah, no, no, no. So I mean, not, she 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 did plenty. Yeah. I'm not saying she hasn't done. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm putting respect on her name. For some respect uh, on yeah. motherfucking Catwoman. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but yeah, but it's, it's good so, for the young generation to see yeah, Michelle. Yeah, two thousand dollars. It's like Michelle has her money put down. Yeah, so yeah she yeah. only works when she wants to. Work. Yeah, she's she's doing this as a favor. <laughs> Peyton Reed had an interview where he's just like. He desperately wanted Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. and it was a struggle to convince her. So. It's good when they when when the MCU makes good use of actors yeah, that the elder statesman, right? Yeah, yeah. like um, they've all right. So I was Mike. I've heard mixed things about Michael Douglas in the movie. He's good in it. Okay, he's good in it. Yeah. He he has my uh, favorite scene. I'll say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. I gotta Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas very good in this. Yeah, Paul Rudd very good in this. Mm-hmm. Kang very good in this. Everybody else. Mm. So all right, <laughs> Cassie Lang's character, the child actress that plays her, really brought her forward for me. She she was like an interesting, like youthful kind of like just it a is, weird kind of kid. Yes, it is upsetting how good she is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Versus oh, the no. Cassilang we are given. Yeah, because like <laughs> what I've been reading is just like the Cassilang that we're given is just kind of vanilla. 
Like, wh- like, where is a little girl that was obsessed with the ugly doll? Yeah. Where's a little girl that, that loved having a giant ant as a pet? There's one extremely cringe... And I hate to use this word, but mm-hmm. goddamn when the right-wing people know what they're doing. Yeah. It's a very it woke, woke oh, scene. No. <laughs> oh, no. You use the word. No. We're going to be flagged. Oh, no. There's going to be all sorts of people coming into oh, our comments. Yeah. Like, you see, now these guys get... And we're already... We, the, no. Look, it's already stacked against us because we're called the movie mandate. And people already assume that we're just a bunch of fucking Man-Man. bros. Yeah. All no, right. That's, that, that's the fun thing about cracking up this episode and realizing we're not. We're actually really wholesome. <laughs> but... uh. <laughs> No, Cassie, we actually did mean there's there's nothing wrong with that earlier when we were talking about uh, um, Elton John loving man. There's there's, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. that yeah. It's okay to do that. The, the, <laughs> the Rocket Man, cock it, the man. <laughs> You've seen Rocket Man? I love Rocket Man. Very movie's great. No, very explicit sex scenes in that movie. They though. be fucking. Like, <laughs> <in that movie. laughs> you don't actually see the penetration, but you feel the penetration. <laughs> When him and um, right here in your heart. Yeah, when him and um, what's his name? Rob, Rob, St- Rob Stark. Stark. Yeah, <laughs> boy, you're getting it. down. Yo, yeah, good movie. Um, good movie, Rocket Man. Right, yeah. So you were talking about um, cringe woke Cassie Lang scene. Okay, so all right, it's not all right. So sh- it's that one scene. She mm-hmm. is pretty vanilla, mm-hmm. vanilla. Yeah, as in. This is a nothing character. Okay. Before they get in the quantum verse, she's kind of spicy. She's like I said, like a social justice warrior. She's like trying to make the world a better place, and right, she's right, doing right. cool shit. Yeah. But it is much the way the MCU treats an offhand joke. Right. Okay. They just treat it as as such. Um. And then when they get to the quantum verse, it's not that she's a MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. She like wants to help the cause that's down there. Okay, but there's nothing to her character other than she wants to help. Okay, yeah. So, so she she got some white feminism in here. She got some real white feminism. Yeah. In so her. she's making other people's problems her cause, yep. and she's not really having a bro, context for what's going bro, on. Bro, mm, bro. you don't understand the politics of the quantum verse. Yeah, you, you you was a tourist here. Yeah, he's a tourist. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Did they mention Michael Pena's character at all? That is heartbreaking. That is that is genuinely heartbreaking. I want to talk about this. Okay. Because okay, so the reason I like that in the movies is because they're eight are very small scale, don't have much to do. Small scale. <laughs> so when I heard they're going to the quantum verse, yeah. which mind you, they teased at the end of one yeah. when he shrunk down, they teased when Michael Douglas scratched the service to go down to sh- to save to save, to save yeah, yeah. Michelle Fifall. Mm-hmm. I in in my giant book of rewriting the MCU. Yeah. I think in the middle of Ant Man and the Wasp, when um, uh, they get the bu- they get the, the they have the laboratory building yeah. that, that ha- uh, um, Hope and Scott are trying to get away from Walton Goggins, yeah, uh, and Michael Douglas goes into a little tiny spaceship. Which, by the way, that makes no goddamn sense no. that they're just carrying around the building because, no, no, like, no, no. all the piping and yep, the, yep, the, the yep, installation yep, of again, that again, again, absolutely again, no again, sense. Again, again, but also like the scene in that movie where the the giant pest dispenser comes out of the truck is just cool. so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, my my excuse is Hank Pym is so brilliant that <laughs> yeah. <in> particles disrupt, <laughs> you know, logic disrupts physics. Yeah, yeah. That is my only explanation. Yeah. Certain, he These are self-sustaining buildings. It right, doesn't need to right. be plugged he into. Can, he, can have the, he can have the pin particles like disrupt laws of science. Right. right? Okay. Like that is my only explanation. Yeah. Anyway, so my rewrite is when that's all that you, you, first of all, you get him into the spaceship and into the quantum verse like end of act two. Right. Right. Uh, get him in there immediately. And then him and act three is he gets down there 
he finds a signal where Janet is, and him and Janet go on a little adventure while Hope and Hope and Scott yeah, are yeah. outside driving driving away from Walton Goggins sure. and the bad guys, right? Sure, yeah. Because they will experience time differently. Yeah. So have them play out like a, like we will see it in like twenty minutes. Sure. But have them go in like a year long adventure where they reconnect. Right. While Scott and Tim right, are right, just right, driving right. down the road. Which that, that would be fine because they don't really explain how time works differently. No. They just keep saying it works differently in the quantum right. realm. For right. whatever the plot needs it to work, right. that's how it works. Yeah, right? which is so, fine. Yeah, that's what I would do. Because I think it would be great to have this lovely old couple in this big fantastical world. Right. And you get like a mini adventure in the quantum, ver- in the quantum world. Yeah. And have Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas, two beloved fucking actors. Mm-hmm. Have some nice fun in this big sci-fi extravaganza, yep, yep, yep. right? And then while Hope, while Hope and Scott are doing the Pez chase in San Francisco, which is admittedly a very cool scene. Yes. Anyway, so now cut to no quantum first. So when I said they're doing quantum mania and they're doing full on, right? The first thing I said upon hearing this, I'm just like, boy, oh boy, I sh- I sh- I sure can't wait to see Michael Pena interacting with the weird shit down there. <laughs> that, that was like the First thing out of my head. Can you imagine? Right? Yeah. The first thing, like, boy, oh boy, Lewis is going to be so great reacting to the weird shit down there. Yeah. Not mentioned. Jesus Christ. Just the soul of the movie is gone. Gone. Now, here's the thing. For what? For Kang? No. For T.I. <laughs> wait, wait, T.I. Wait, wait, is wait, off doing no, no, crimes. No, 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 no. I think that is truly it. Stop, stop, stop. T.I. Wait, wait. Uh, uh, T.I. is in the movie? T.I. the actor uh-huh. did a bunch of crimes. No, I know that. Yes. So I think the writers were like, yeah. we got to cut these people out. Yeah. It's going to be weird to have Lewis and yeah, not yeah. explain where the other two are. No, I understand that. I, I get that yeah. on a logical basis. Mm-hmm. But also... But also not really because you could just, just be like say Lewis he died. is hanging out with them when they get sucked into the Converse. Yeah, it Very could just simple. be Lewis. Very he's simple. he's at he's at the barbecue for, right. for Cassie's birthday or right. something, and he's and they're they're going on a trip. Yeah, they get he. He, he, he's told to wait in the car yeah. when they're doing stuff in the quantum lab. Right. And then, of course, because he's Lewis, he doesn't listen, comes inside, gets right. sucked in. Also, you know what would really... Like, I know phase four has been their weakest phase. Mm. You know what would improve it by, like, ten points? <laughs> if I saw a scene where Lewis broke down and explained the past five movies to us. Wouldn't that just make... Imagine Lewis explaining the Eternals. I was just gonna. Th- I was just thinking, uh, and then he'd, he'd he'd be like, and then there was a giant man with a giant hand yeah. coming out of the Atlantic Ocean. The footage is like, oh, the Atlantic Ocean is a giant monster. Yeah, like that. Nobody knows what's going on, but it's just there. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then yeah. Salma Hayek <laughs> trying to trying to impersonate like, Lewis, like <laughs> that'd be that'd be so great. Anyway, yeah. Um, that's. I mean, they should just do that at the. Beginning of every phase, every phase just yeah. have Lewis have the recap. Yeah, why yeah. would they not? Why would they not? Yo, Marvel, bro, listen, bro, do it, bro. Michael Pena would do it, probably Something. not for free, but you know, yeah. not that It'd much. Be very difficult to get all those actors <laughs> back to like one. Deep scene. fake it, bro. It's fine. You know what? Sure. Yeah, for Fair. that, that that alone, like you can do that. That's fine. That, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, I, I, re- I don't, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Cause then episode? I, no, I just cut episode right I'm just my meds has just been broken by that. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead, but but like that really does fuck with my meds because I hadn't seen him in the trailer. Just like nah, nah, they're saving this. Yeah, they're Obviously saving it like for that big them. moment yep. right in the end. Right, and here's the thing: in the end, there could have been a scene where Michael shows up. For but one. here's the thing, though: like it was a funny joke in the first movie. 
And then they brought it's, it back in the second one. To expand the joke, yeah. They brought it back. I didn't ask for it back. No. I, if it wasn't in the second one, I'd have been like, okay, that's cool. That was a cute joke in the first movie. Joke, yeah. But the fact that they made... Peyton Reed said, this is going to be in the first movie and the second movie. People and then, really like this joke. Let's do the follow. To not bring it up in the third movie. Travesty. There is some real, like, you know, points where like, oh, the, the entire trilogy could have contained these many things. Right, right, right. And they just... The Quantumania is... Again, mm-hmm. it is a Rick and Morty slash Star Wars episode. Yeah. I hate to say it. Any other character could have gone on this journey. This uh, is not an Ant-Man movie. Yeah. It it's is... Just insert Marvel protagonist here. Insert Marvel here. protagonist here. That's, mm. that's what this movie is. And okay. here's the thing. If it was a great adventure, yeah. I wouldn't even mind that. What's your least favorite film in Phase 4? Least favorite film in Phase 4? Black Widow. Is it... Better than Black Widow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Again, this is a this is a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying for good or bad. This yeah, is a yeah. Saturday morning cartoon. Right. 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 It, it's big and it's silly and it's dumb. Is most of your disappointment just from like how much you liked what the Ant Man series was doing? I liked what it was before. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. And now it just feels like it's just this a, is just a cog in the machine. Because that's the thing with like the first yeah. two movies, it felt like they were cogs in the machine because, as I said, they kept bringing in those elements that were important later on. Yeah. But like they took advantage of the fact that nobody really cared about them. Mm-hmm. And the, you, I guess you can't really do that with the introduction of Kang. You mm-hmm. have to kind of be more in the, the line of, uh, 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 of Marvel. And I guess it's also the third film, so they want more return on the investment, mm-hmm. so they're upping up the budget. What is a quantum... Because I've, I've seen some clips where... It feels kind of uh, not fake, but not exactly lived in <laughs> either. Like it just feels. Uh, they're walking around a bunch of really pretty screensavers. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. as long as they're pretty so, screensavers. Yeah. So, so, so they they filmed it on like the the volume. Which yeah. Is, um, it's the same if you watch the Mandalorian. Mm. Like they're not on a set. They're in like a very big studio room. Right. And they have these giant LED screens around yeah, yeah, them, yeah, yeah. and the yeah. screens are projecting the background. Mm-hmm. Now, for like backgrounds, like large vistas, outside vistas, I think yep. it works really well. It's what they also used in the Batman with a lot yeah. of those scenes with Commissioner Gordon and Batman. They're on yeah, the yeah. roof and they're to, looking to, over to, the to city. Get, to get the forever sunset. Right. The Batman. That's yeah, what yeah. And, and yeah, so it's that. Yeah. It's kind of, it's like green screen plus. <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, yeah. That's a really it, oversimplified way of putting it. But, but that's what it is. Like, yeah. like, like. Like, if you've seen people film something on a green screen, imagine if they could now see what the fuck they're supposed to do. Right. It just gives more context to the actors and also to the visual effects artists that have to light these scenes to have it exactly look like how it was envisioned. Exactly. And if if you're using the sun to light the scene, you can literally adjust the sun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 So It's playing God is what it is. There we go. (laughs) So in something like the Batman, where like, if you did not tell me that that was a volume. I'd no, just be like, yeah. wow, what a cool shot. Yeah, they just, oh, they really took timed them, this. Must have took them days to get this forever sunset. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but like, so, so just that. So, it like, it, it just like, the quantum verse, it's, I think there's pretty, the, the characters in it are more interesting than the world itself. Than the world itself. Okay. The world is kind of just like, this vague, brown, orange thing. Yeah, yeah. Some, but mm. the characters in it, again, if you've ever seen He-Man in the Mass Universe, you know <laughs> yeah. there's a million little weird guys running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Quantumania is a million little weird guys. And like five of them run around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not a spoiler. Mm. And it is weird that they did this and not the other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wombats. 
Okay. Uh, his name oh, is the three wombats. Three wombats. David. Oh, das- David Dest 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 Mouse. Mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mouse, yeah. I saw that he's in it. He is playing a weird little creature. That guy's fucking weird, man. Like, yeah. If you look through his filmography, because oh, he, yeah, he's also in The Dark Knight. He's in Dune. He's in Dune, but he's also in The Suicide Squad. Yep. Um, as Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Uh, and he's also in Ant Man, and there was a, the, the, a thing where he was—he's been in both the Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. So now he's in Marvel twice. Yes, he's been in DC twice. twice. Yep. All right. Yeah. Cool. Weird. Like, but like, if, how if you need you... somebody to play a weird little guy, yeah, sign him up. No, I get that. I mean, he's perfect for a weird little guy. Like, he plays an Earthling version of a weird little guy in mm-hmm. in Ant Man, mm-hmm. where he's he's like uh, um, deathly afraid of the Baba Yaga. Yeah, he's, he's a Russian hacker, <laughs> kind of weirdo. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He's... So they bring him back, and he, he's playing like a, a great character with mm-hmm. like an arc. <laughs> in it. Okay, yeah. interesting. But he's also a weird little alien dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. So then to see him and just be like. So, so, so like I, and that's I, just rubbing salt in the wound. Yes, yeah. because when you see him, like he's doing a voice, so you don't even know it's him. Yeah, he's just doing a word, alien voice, but like he's a great character. Yeah, and then the credits come up, and they're like David Dasmalchen. I'm like David Dasmalchen. What? What are you on about? He was not in this. Film. Right, <laughs> and then they're like, <laughs> you I, were looking for him, right? Yeah. And then I like look in the credits, like what? He was, he was little alien. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but, but but then that means so it just became angry like yeah, yeah, yeah. but that means you could have brought back Lewis and yeah if you're gonna bring back one of them you, yeah. I mean yeah just even if it's just Michael Pena playing a little alien yes just just to honor his if they ran into a Lewis mm-hmm. <laughs> while they were down there I'd be like absolutely yeah uh yeah um <sighs> I didn't you're really I, I, making me excited to see sure, this man sure yeah so like. My final review of Ant-Man mm-hmm. is um, uh, no Michael Pena, C minus. <laughs> um, and the like. Secondly, I've said it before, and I'll just I'll keep on saying it as these movies come out. Yeah, you know, again and again, my emotional check was cashed in Endgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I kind of ceased to care about these movies the way mm-hmm. I hardcore cared when I go. Yeah. So yeah. now when I'm like, if it's good, great. I'm not like. Fully emotionally invested in the construct of these things, anymore. right? I'm right, just right. like, you've done your thing. These are just like spin-offs to me now, right? And that's yeah. why I'm viewing all of them. Yeah. So, and then you know, it's it's that lovely one-two punch of Avatar and RRR, <laughs> where I'm just like, <laughs> oh, these how cinema, how I want movies stuff. to be now. Right. Like right, I right. want a sincerity. Yeah. A emotional sincerity, mm-hmm. and B creative action yeah 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 and absolutely and three just beautiful visual assortments right right avatar and R have all those in wallops right right so now when i'm watching ant-man at quantumania and there's a scene where jonathan majors has um michelle pfeiffer in his throne room and mm-hmm. they are having their little tete-a-tete mm-hmm. I am looking at it, and my brain is going, one shot, two shot, mm. one shot, mm-hmm, two shot, mm-hmm. wig, one shot, wig. <laughs> and I go, oh, these two people were never in the same room mm-hmm. at any point in time. And it is absurdly clear right. that they were never in the same room. Like, at no point does the camera pan around and give me, like, an establishing shot with yeah, the yeah, two yeah. of them talking yeah. to each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, these are movies being made in a factory. Yeah. And it just hit me. Like, it's, it was always clear, and I've always known that, but yeah. it's just, 
I am seeing the sausage being made. Yeah. And but, I do but not care for that. To that point, though, it's as we were talking about the first Ant-Man, it, it, yeah, they were being made on a factory, but there was also some thought behind who could make this cool. Yeah. You know, like, hey, let's get, let's get to Joe Johnston this. to make yes. the pulpy Captain America yes. movie. Let's get Kenneth Branagh to make the... An um, interesting director. Interesting, too. you know, uh, Shakespearean kind of Thor yeah. tragedy movie. Um, Peyton Reed doing this... I mean, yeah, he's, he's been doing the other Ant-Man films, which he did a good job with those. Yeah, one and two. Really good. I really yeah. like them. Yeah. I don't know if he was given the, the leeway to just make a kind of movie that he wanted to make, where he was just like... He, this hey, does not... I've seen... Like I think, I've seen really no like, interviews with him, yeah. and I doubt, I extremely doubt he could honestly say what's happening. Yeah. But this does not. This kind of seems like it was just. Yeah, like where's the authorship? Where's the no authorship. where's where's the creative vision behind these scenes? And I know it's not because the writer of this film, this guy called Jeff Loveness, mm. he has written nothing but Rick and Morty episodes. He's yeah. like one of the writers in Rick and Morty, so yeah. they just gave him. They're like, here, do an Ant Man. Yeah. So, and he's just like, I, I got just the most popular show on his, Adult Swim. I right. can make an Ant Man. So Peyton Reed was just forced to make an Ant Man. Right. Right. With forced to make a Rick and Morty guy. But I haven't even mentioned Modok. Which fuck right? Yeah. Which, yeah. which is that telling that you haven't mentioned? Ah, uh, no. He's Loki. Like, <laughs> he's Loki. Okay. Cool. He's Loki. Uh, he's he's Loki. Like the my, my favorite parts of the movie were um, Michael Douglas. Kang and and Modok. Yeah. So he's 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 a number three hitter. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Also, like <laughs> when he showed up, my girlfriend was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then I was just like, "Please just plain like accept this." <laughs> I will explain it later. Yeah. And so like, like when when the, when the vision came, I like pull up my phone. I was like, "What what the was done?" I like pull up my phone. I just showed her like. Here's what he looks like in the comics. Yeah, yeah. There is no way to yeah, translate this yeah. character. <laughs> like, Sometimes you just got to take it as it comes, yeah, man. It's like, look like, at this ugly piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> they got to make an ugly piece of shit. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear but, that, though. He, he's in it more than I thought he would be. Right, yeah. And also, it's very... It, it is... You can tell it was written, written by Rick and Morty writer okay. when you see him. I'll, okay. I'll say that. For, again, for good or for bad. <laughs> for good or for bad. All right. Okay. Um, well, I just wanted to say a word on... So, the, the Marvel... The MCU. The, the, let's just do a little check-in here. Because um, Phase 4 ended with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And this is the start of Phase 5. And mm-hmm. it's supposed to lead into um, the Kang Dynasty, what's, which oh, is oh, the Avengers What's next on the old schedule? Uh... This year, they're coming... Oh, Guardians in May. Guardians. Right. Which is, again, another franchise which feels isolated from the MCU, yeah. despite having some very crucial parts of the MCU in it, yeah. like the Infinity Stones oh, and, and the Marvels. The Marvels. The Marvels is coming out in, I believe, November. November yeah. yeah. Um, but so Phase 4, you know, the common complaint is the, you know, Marvel fell off. Um, and I mean, they did, though. It's kind of <laughs> like... It's what well, that's it. It's, it's it's the thing with reading any long running comic series. Yeah, there's gonna be there's batches like, of yeah, because yeah, you you'll, you'll have a big event and like you'll have months of of the comics leading up to mm-hmm. to this event and it's like all these puzzle pieces coming into place and this this character comes in and it's like oh shit he's gonna be in the event yeah. and then the event happens and the event is great. Mm-hmm. I 
every single time that happens to me when I'm reading a comic and I and I go to read what else happened after follow, that, yeah. it is never... Yep. The only time that it has been good has been um, after the the Annihilation Saga, which is... The Guardians. The, yeah, so yeah. That, that was... The, the Annihilation Saga is this big intergalactic Marvel um, cosmic... Uh, event yeah. where every single space character was mm-hmm. was coming together to fight uh, Annihilus, which is a, a Fantastic Four villain traditionally, and he just wanted to the annihilate big, the universe. A big bug guy. He's yeah. a big bug guy, yeah, and he wanted to annihilate the whole universe. And every space character came in, like Ronan the Accuser was there, Nova was there, uh, uh, like everybody was. Silver Surfer was there. It yeah. was just a big thing. And immediately following that, um, Peter Quill is just like, hey. While we were doing all that, me and this kind of ragtag group, we, we, we turned out to work pretty well together. We were right. kind of effective for the right. smaller missions in that yeah, thing. Yeah. Why don't we just stick together and mm-hmm. see what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And that's what became the, the modern Guardians, Guardians of the, the Galaxy, Galaxy, which yeah. became the film franchise. That is the only time I yeah. know where it has worked out well, where you continue reading and it, it's actually good stories after yeah. that. Most of the time, after a big event happens... Just kind of shit. There's a shallow kinda, period. Yeah, and just kind of middling. And they kind of build that momentum. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully... So we are, we are in the shallow period. Yeah, and yeah. hopefully in that shallow period, you have like these smaller stories that are kind of cute and fun. Yeah. Um, like uh, I, I thought Shang-Chi was, was a fun, you know, going into that, that mystical world. With, I mean, it was kind of dark hey, and gray no, by no, the no, end. No, that phase four is done. Yeah. Do you want to do a top or breakdown or top five? Of, a, top? of, of a phase four? Yeah. Um... Do that right now? Yeah. Um, all right. So what are they? There's... We're calling shows and movies. Oh, doing shows and movies. Uh, okay. Number one with a bullet for me? Yeah. WandaVision. That's number one. Number one. I quite like WandaVision. I hate the last 10 minutes. Oh, the, 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 sorry. The, the, the middle of the last episode. Yeah. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Is that, is that the... When Agatha and Wanda are just pew-pewing yeah, yeah, after in the each sky, other? Yeah, after like 10 episodes yeah, of like yeah. the most interesting use of powers you've ever put yeah. in this show to have them just shoot lasers at each other? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Right? And, and, <laughs> so, but, but, and, and, well, the, but then the end is worth it. And also the saving grace of that episode is... Vision. Two, well, yeah, two androids having a philosophical discussion yeah, about, yeah. about life and entity. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, WandaVision is pretty good. Um, I quite liked Loki. Um, yeah, Loki's maybe too. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm trying to think what movie. Uh, okay, I, I, this is spoilers, but Kang is far more interesting in Loki. Loki. I'm <laughs> sure he is. Yeah. Because there's so much mystery about yes. him in that show. Um, I thought She Hulk was fun. Um, actually, yeah. I, 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 I think it didn't get good until episode. four five that's a problem it, it's probably well it's just the, it's the most like comic book show that there is where it's just let's just have these weird characters come in yeah um let's just like show these different sides like let's have an elf come in uh let's have this girl that was uh, transported to a demon realm let's, yeah. you know just my my my, my thing with she hulk is i'm like if you play your cards right this yeah. could be the seinfeld yeah we're like listen like, like people are complaining, like, oh, nothing important is happening. Just like that, that is nothing point. important needs to happen. Yeah, this could theoretically go on as like a lawyer comedy. Yeah, for like fifty seasons. Right, right. <laughs> like you could theoretically. And th- do that's that. the whole thing about the end of that series. It's just like, hey, this is the ending that you're complaining that you didn't get. Yeah. Look how bad it is. Yeah. and also she gets to fuck Mac Murdock, and <laughs> um, and that that Daredevil episode is genuinely good. Yep. Um, huh. I think I might have to split them up into shows because if I just if I do top five, it's just going to be all shows. shows, shows if shows, I do shows, top shows, five, okay, top five shows. Right, top five shows. We got Wanda. 
WandaVision is probably my number one as well. I just thought that was a brilliant way to start because it's like, here's the entire history of television mm -hmm. up to the MCU-ified version mm -hmm. of television that we're going to introduce with mm -hmm. our new shows. Just And also, you got Jimmy Woo in that show. Yeah. Um, uh, Monica Rambeau is in that mm -hmm. show. Uh, yeah. Cat Dennings in them toit toit pants. <laughs> um, yeah, so WandaVision, um, Loki. Mm -hmm. That's my... I think that would be my number two. Um, I like Moon Knight quite a lot. I think Oscar Isaac is doing some damn good work in that show. Mm -hmm. So I put him at number three. Then She-Hulk at number four. And then what I got? Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, Hawkeye. And Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. I guess but you, you got to pick five. You got to cut some. No, cut I know. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing what I'm going to cut off. Um, I thought... Yeah, I think Miss Marvel is my number five. I just think uh -huh. her... her, her portrayal of that character was just so fucking charming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think, has some good episodes and some bad episodes. Some, bad episodes, some, some kind of middling... You know, like a TV show. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> a TV show. Um, and some that are just kind of like... I feel like you had a message here, you didn't really know how to deliver it, and it's yeah. kind of come across kind of clunky. Yeah. Um, but also some really cool stuff, like the, 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 the parallels between, you know, Sam Wilson being a veteran and not being able to get a loan mm -hmm. and, and, you know, as a superhero in that world and how veterans have to go through that in the real world. I would world. have truly enjoyed, like, one-off episode where we explored um, everything from Patriots yeah. side. The, um, the right, young, yes, young yes, 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 yeah. That would have, and I thought we were going like, to get like more that, of that. That monologue he gave explaining it was... Oh yeah, rare, like yeah. The best that, that's one of episode. the high points of that series. But yeah. I would also like, no, can we actually explore our yeah, yeah, like go, go back in time and see that up black people are treated. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Hawkeye, I thought was a fun Christmas show, but like I don't, it was a, it was very much on in the background a lot for me. Um, so yeah, WandaVision, Loki, Moon Knight, She Hulk, and Miss Marvel. There you go. That's my top. Cool. Five. Um, WandaVision, Falcon, What If, Miss mm. Marvel, and then She Hulk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. My I, here's the thing. I I, I love in Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye. You know, take it or leave it. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, they got Pizza Dog in there. Yeah, they, cool. they got Pizza. Okay. You know, I didn't like Hawkeye because I read the comic it's based on. Yeah. And the comic is so fucking spectacular. Yeah. And also, I don't like what they do with Kingpin in that show. They completely <laughs> cartoonify him, and bro. it's just bro ruining everything we'll, Vincent we'll, Enofrio did for we'll, three years we'll, on that we'll show. We'll get into that when Daredevil Reborn. Oh or man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, here's the thing. In, in Moon Knight, I, I love, I mean, Oscar is one of my dudes. Yeah. Like, he's great. Yeah. Um, I love the the hospital episode yeah, where yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. like, that's yeah. on point. Um, and, like, the, the, the stuff with him going back into the recesses of his mind mm -hmm. and, like, him reacting to his all, mother. All, all, the, inner mind, all right. the inner mind shit is yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty great. Pretty great. Um, but, um, oh, I loved when the episode ended and Arabian rap. <laughs> I loved the music in it. It's yeah. really great. Um, Giant alligator fights. Giant alligator fight. But my number one complaint mm -hmm. is that when the action scene is about to start yeah. and he freaks out and changes personalities, yeah. you skip over the action scene. Yeah. You just see the yeah, aftermath. Yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. just like... They did that a lot. What are you doing? Stop yeah. it. I want to see this character fight. Yeah. So especially in the third one when the literal final fight is wrapped up with a click and it's in the third personality comes and murders everybody. Right. It's like, hey, show, I want to see the thing yeah. you're, you're alluding because to. Because you can, you, you can have, I mean, I, I get, the, well, this would be the, the, the reason would be to say, oh, we're just trying to show 
how jarring it would be to be that personality and wake up to see all do these that one episode and then and then the next yeah, exactly. episode show me the, the yeah thing. yeah yeah right? they did it one too many times yeah yeah so so that doesn't even crack my top five yeah for okay me. um and what if bro i just saw an episode with like what if killmonger won yeah it's yeah, like yeah. It yeah, was, yeah i have always thought this I c- that makes sense to me because you did it like three times in this episode like hey here's the offshoot of what should have happened in yeah the, yeah well, and yeah. also the Marvel Zombies episode. Yeah, like, yeah. that's a great Walking Dead episode. I right. Guess. Yeah. What if I, it was? It was cool to just be just for like a half hour, just to be like, hey, let's just play with a concept. Yeah. It was very yeah. Marvel Twilight Zone. Yeah. I like that. And, yeah, and yeah. there are several like alt comics from Marvel that they could. Right. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's like I can't wait for like for them to do like the anime episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's yeah. a bunch of Marvel animated stuff in there. All right. Now top five movies. Cool. Um. So, okay. Let me let me just got. Black Widow Eternals. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, why you weren't looking at the screen? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2. Okay. There are seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not Love and Thunder. Okay. And... Hmm. I like David Harbour quite a lot in Black Widow. Not he, no, listen, him and Florence Pugh, yeah, excellent. That's, but the, yeah, the problem is, they're in a terrible movie. I'm, yeah, so I'm wondering if they're enough to save it. Because the stuff with Taskmaster is kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the fact that Black Widow is actually, uh, you know, fighting an act, a, a real-world threat, uh, which is human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I like the first 50 minutes with a flashback of her as a yeah. little kid. That's a great... That's a great. That's a great mini show. I like Eternals more as time I goes lo- by. I, I low key kind of like Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna put Eternals at my number five. Okay. Um, I think I'll put Multiverse of Madness at my number two. Five and two. Okay. Do I like multi? Yes. Yes. Multiverse of Madness number two because of the music fight. Um, yeah, hell yeah. Black Panther is at number one. Uh, just genuinely all around. Great, great movie. Just mm-hmm. needs to be meaner to white people. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Black Panther number one, Multiverse of Madness number two, mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man No Way Home and number three because I was six when Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. was on screen. So <laughs> that, I mean, uh, number four, Shang Chi. Number five, Eternals. It's interesting because Shang Chi. Um, part of the reason I like that so much is because uh, the, the, the the director of photography on that is the same director of photography from. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Two, Bill um, Pope. Yeah, Bill Pope, and he The did, Matrix, right? Which is why those Damian, movies are so Damian, great. I have shocking information that uh-huh. I did not realize until I saw the credits, yeah. and I went, "I beg your fucking pardon." Mm-hmm. Bill Pope also did the cinematography for Quantumania. Okay, and, interesting. And, and trust me, yeah, it is not. It's not there. It's not clear whatsoever yeah. whose hand was involved in this. Thing. Well, because that's what's so cool about Shang-Chi is that that bus fight does feel very the much like... The fights are like well yeah, done. The fights it, are well done. It, it has that kind of same energy as the Spider-Man 2 train fight mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or the, the Matrix I mean, um, the fight. fight. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's my top five. Um, Black Panther, Multiverse of Madness, Spider-Man No Way Home, Shang-Chi, and then Eternals. Yeah. Um, do we have the exact same top five? We have five? the exact same top five. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, hmm, what do I casually say? Oh, Damon, look at me and you. All yeah. Up. yeah. Those are just the... That's just the order of the movies. Yeah. Sorry. If I had to do six and seven, yeah, uh, Thor and then Black Widow. Thor and then Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. 
Here's the thing. Yeah. People hate Thor, and I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. But I, like, I, I just that one you know, I cut the edit right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm sure. just gonna have you say that people hate Thor and you get it, and that's the end of your thoughts. So, okay. <laughs> Should I just tell you as a friend? No, you, yeah, you can go <laughs> ahead. I'll, I'll listen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, was it? Uh, yeah. So when when Thor ended, I was like, listen, that's not the best MCU movie by a stretch. Yeah. But it is the cutest. Yes, it is quite cute. They they got a little um uh, a Chinese dumpling goddess or mm-hmm. god uh, in that movie. Um, Thor has a love a love triangle with his hammers. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just too Russell much. Crow is doing an actual Greek doing, accent. Yeah, he's doing to good play in that a movie. Greek god, yeah. a thing that has never been portrayed on uh, film. Honestly, <laughs> like thirty percent less Korg in that movie, and it would probably probably be kind of. in the top five. Yeah, kind of. I think the kid is really cute. I think Christian Bale is generally doing some good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christian Bale is is you know showing up to work. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, N- N- Natalie Portman, tick, <laughs> real tick. I want to want to touch them arms. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's quant- that. That was the Ant Man series, yeah. and also a little bit on the Marvel Marvel MCU Marvel as it is at this moment. Oh, um, I, I really love to to read back the um. Alternate titles. Okay. You said for Quantumania because people are being really horny after seeing Jonathan Majors. I mean. As oh no no be. no no! So those titles are the titles of the film score. Oh. So so those are like some track titles. That oh, that's what the tracks are. Right. So, so. Oh, I thought these were alternate titles. No no no! So Christoph Beck, who is the 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 composer behind the first two Ant Man films, he came back for the third movie. And if you look at the track list, you know Michael Giacchino does puns in all of his track lists uh-huh. for his movies. This, these are titles for oh. songs in the Ant-Man um, score. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did not realize that because... Okay, okay. Well, I'll just read these verbatim. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. So I misread what you said in the group chat. Mm. And you said there are titles such as Fifty Shades of Kang. Right. Kang Bang. Yep. And Thranade <laughs> for a Reformed Dick. Yeah. The, oh, okay. those, those okay. are just song titles okay. that, that that's, yeah so that, 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 that's Modoc's theme that's what oh, okay 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 got it, got um, it. So, so I misread what you said I, right. just, I just thought you were, you were listening oh doing some riffs doing some riffs <laughs> so I said well then another title should be Queen Domania <laughs> yeah that's, 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 that's this week's joke from the group chat uh, yeah out of context joke from the group chat I mean, out of context to the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were just saying that would be another track title. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Still, it's the same joke. It's just a different concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, I'm going to check out Quantumania. I'm going to see if this guy's full of shit. I'm going to come back and tell yeah. you the real story yeah. next week. Oh, I, can't uh, wait. I can't wait for the episode where me and Damien fight. Yeah. Um, speaking of next week, what's on the docket? Oh, um, you know what? Uh, well, let me tee up. Speaking of Jonathan Majors, we are doing a franchise he is joining. It is called Rocky Franchise. Was that clean and perfect? That was good. That was really good. We're going to be talking about the Rocky franchise next week. Sylvester Stallone. Michael B. Jordan. Tessa Thompson. Dolph Lundgren. Uh, Mr. T. Mr. T. Yeah. By the way, his first movie is yeah. in, is in the rock. I'm going to talk about that definitely. But um, yeah. Sweat, uh, one of the sweatiest men to ever do it. Sweaty, sweaty. Yeah. Uh, who else is? in I can't wait series? to watch it for the first time. As I have <laughs> never seen these movies. But I, Damien insisted. I have seen the entire Rocky franchise twice. I am currently watching it for a third time cool. with my missus. 
and uh, she is getting way more into it than either of us expected. Sweet. You're going to hear my hot takes, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the Rocky franchise. We're going to talk about uh, Michael B. Jordan and his directorial debut in, in the Creed 3 and uh, why yeah, Sylvester Stallone is not there. Dropping, is it dropping? Will they both have seen it by the time? Uh, no, Creed no. So Creed 3 is going to be dropping on the Friday. March 3rd, yeah. Right, yeah, so, right. so this will be a nice prelude for you people. Okay, gotcha. gotcha yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, all right, so tune in for that next week. Watch yeah. the Rocky movies. Watch the Rocky movies, guys. You got some time. They're actually, they are mercifully short. Great. They're like I think they're all on Amazon Prime. Too. Yes, they so are. That's why I've been watching all those, them, yeah. all those out, The yeah. only one that is two hours is Rocky 2, and it is exactly 120 minutes. Okay. Everything else is 90 minutes okay. uh, um, or hour 45. How often do they break out the Eye of the Tiger? Um, that is only in the third movie. Really? Uh, well, it is introduced in the third movie. I don't remember if it's in the fourth. It's not in the first one? No. The reason... So, Eye of the Why Tiger was okay. written for Rocky Three, uh-huh. and it was because... Queen would not give Sylvester Stallone the rights to another one bites the dust. Okay. So he went to the the guitarist and lead vocalist from Survivor and he's yeah. just like, could I would like you to give me a song that yeah. I could put in my Rocky. Right. And then that became the theme for Rocky Three. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So and that is there's a bunch of fucking cool fun facts that I've just been reading up on in the last week. I I, uh, I, I, I do know that like Sylvester Stallone in writing the first Rocky movie was so broke. Yeah. That he had to like sell his dog to somebody, yeah, just to like get money, yeah, like, and it broke his heart. But then he made the movie, and then like immediately bought back the dog, which yep. is just a, just just goes to show you how like fucked up the nineteen seventies were. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a lot. It, I mean, he's kind of he's play he's not really playing himself. Um, he's definitely doing a performance, but yeah. there's a lot that he's put into basically uh, swap out. Uh, box of for writer slash filmmaker, yeah, and and you're watching an autobiography. Um, no, I got some great Sylvester Stallone takes. Oh yeah, definitely. I can't, I can't get, get get into like, you know, how weird his 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 write writing style and I put like, yeah, quotes yeah. Is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. All right, next, we're gonna talk about that next week, uh, and I'll give you like some quick thoughts on Quantumania at the top of the next episode, just yeah. so that you know what I thought. All right, we'll see you next time. You well, can it, find it, a... that'll be the true mini sword. <laughs> Uh, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Small. Because he's small. Micro. Get it, guys? So many of those. Puns. Yeah. All right. You can find a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, You can Apple hear it thing you're listening to right now. In this realm mm-hmm. or the quantum realm, Ooh. we are we are there. Sure. The, we have a big listening base. I don't think the signal realm. gets out of the quantum realm. And I don't, I don't no, no, it does. Because it, once you put it into feed burner, it goes everywhere. Oh, including that's, the quantum oh that's nice. Yeah, that's yeah. all good technology. Yeah, yeah. Apple Podcasts as well, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, just look up Damien and Michael Movies on Twitter and Instagram. I can't bother to tell you the different ones. And uh, you can look find... Up, look up me at Black Bammy on Twitter. Yeah, and on Instagram at... It's about boys taken. All right. Cool. We'll also look up uh, Movie Man and Hashtag. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, do that. Do that, do that. All right, later. Bye-bye. Bye.